We're back from Las Vegas, where we went for you, not for us. We sacrificed our whole week to go out to Las Vegas to stay in a uh, a fairly decent uh, hotel off the Strip and to bring you the SHOT Show, the NSSF SHOT Show uh, for 2014. And we covered all of it. I mean, we talked to every booth girl. We took pictures of every piece of cryptic and key mod that was in the place. And uh, and and you're welcome, because that was for you. We, we really didn't want to go. We know. We, we actually even opted to forego all-you-can-eat 24-hour Korean barbecue and sushi just so we, we could did. cover that much more of yeah, the we show. Did. We never for did you. go there. Thank goodness. Yeah, why would there be 24-hour sushi? Yeah, we'd still be I just want to say that I did Yelp it, and the reviews were mm, all over the place with that one. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why. You just like the food when you get back from the <laughs> back to your hotel. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, no, we're back from SHOT Show. We went there. 2014. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, we covered it for you. Uh, if you want to check out some pictures, go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast. We've got one article up on Range Day, and we're going to get some more up. We experienced some technical difficulties, but uh, there will be more articles uh, coming. That's why our... it's always good to follow us on Facebook always and check good. the website. Uh, of course, we're on Instagram and, and Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow us there, we put up some stuff. Uh, and yeah, and the most important thing is listen to the show and tell all your friends about it. Subscribe, have your friends subscribe, you know, like us on Facebook, the whole nine yards. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback. Email us. One guy wants us to stop interrupting each other. What do you say? What? what? Huh? <laughs> Anywho, wait. When did we do that? What? What show? What was are you that? talking about? I and move on. Uh. You know, I have Albertson sushi in my fridge. I hope no one ate that. You are going to eat that, right? You I already ate two things. Me, don't you? Is it, yeah, it was. Is it, is it the fake crab or the real sushi? No, it was good. It was real All sushi. Right. So what we're going to do now is uh, have a drawing for the red booty. Cap so basically, Scott's from our going friends. to Scott's going to take his mouse. He's going to open this up, and he's going to hit all the likes, and he's going to scroll with his eyes closed back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, and whatever person his mouse stops on. Who's who wins? I, I'm on my I'm on my my hold on. Drum roll, to, please. I need to go to the gun show. I, I need to go to the that. gun show <laughs> podcast. You have a soundboard in front of you. Why am I doing eh. the drum roll? <laughs> eh. <laughs> There's our audio guy, everybody. <laughs> eh. So now we're here. I'm gonna click on the likes. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm going to see Scroll, who like does. Scroll. scrolling. Well, you scrolling. can't see anything. Should so I scroll back up or scroll just down? Scroll back and forth. At? Back and forth. Okay, who won? Cameron Vale. All right, Cameron, you have a minute to call us. So after we release this, you have one minute. One minute to uh, to send us a Facebook or email or call us. You got our number, right? He's got our number. No He's pressure though. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna send you our ATS Elite boonie cap. And I tell you what, if you need some clothing, uh, the great guys at ATS Elite they bought the Woolrich Elite line and they made it better. Are they going to? <laughs> it's up. I actually I just went looking. You can go to their website up. and buy their stuff now. Uh, go check it out. They were kind enough to give us this hat to give away to you guys, and uh, mainly because I wore it and they didn't want it back. But hey, uh, you're getting it now, Cameron. If you contact us, uh, you're running out of time though. So uh, go ahead and uh, shoot us an email, and uh, we'll give out this great thirty-six, range, God, great how long thirty-five. Does it, how long what? does it take for lice to die? Lice? Yeah. 
A human? Yeah. No, like how long does it take for them to die once you take a hat off? Oh, no, no. Once they lay the eggs, they're good for months. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, he should really. So basically, wash you're it. getting more than you bargained for. <laughs> Think of it that way. Think of it as a gift horse that you should have looked in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as shot. <laughs> so we're back from the shot show. Yes, uh, so they we had know to, that we, we had to take a week off. Um, so we had to fly in a really, really bad plane to get there and back. Let's talk about the plane ride. Cause yeah. no, who did, who did, let's, no, let's not talk about the plane ride. Let's talk about shot. Okay. In my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ethan, in my mind, the big things about shot, the big overall theme seem to be key mod and cryptic. Yes. Okay. Key mod was everywhere. Everybody had their new key mod out. And what key mod is, uh, for those of the uninitiated, is a, a new modular, not a, a rail system, but a modular attachment system, mainly for the AR-15, but it's it's moving to all platforms. Uh, we even saw it for the Tavor. Um, and it's a, a, a railless attachment system. And it's a little slicker, a little lighter. Um, it's open source, uh, so anybody can use it. And everybody seems to be jumping on the bandwagon from the little guy. Uh, like PW uh, uh, PW Arms and the big guys uh, like Troy. So it's similar to the the sites or the rails that we see out there now. The tubes really, it, yeah, instead of it having yeah. just a slot cut, it's got a it's it's wallowed out on one side so that you can insert your screw and then tighten it down instead you, of having to take. You your know what? If you've never off. if you've never seen a key mod, pick up an old telephone, turn it over, look on the back. Yeah. That wall mount for your yeah. telephone. That's key mod, right? Yeah. Brilliant. How do you? Yeah. How, do you, how did you hang your old telephone? Exactly. It's the same same idea. You hang stuff off the rails. You tighten a screw down. It's if done. If you can't find a phone, just go Google. Key oh, mod? Yeah, Google probably have key mod. Yeah. yeah. They've got a whole thing. Actually, the lock slot for old uh, chain locks on doors. What? Oh, anyway, yeah. It's the same way. Nobody knows what that is. Yeah. So uh, the, people, you mean, people in bad neighborhoods know what that is? You mean the one that in in movies keeps everybody out, but in real life people just push through? Yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, so, the the big overall, I mean, there was so much stuff. I mean, it's you can't take it all in. Shot Show is that big for, right. for our listeners who don't understand it. It is literally acres of booths from every manufacturer from every facet of the booths. gun world. What was the number they put out? It was, I can't remember. If you, a lot. I believe that the NSSF 12, said twenty-two seconds. If you went, was it twenty-two seconds? Yeah, I thought 20, it was like three can, minutes. If you, you were there when the doors open and you started immediately, right? And you went to every to booth. Every booth, you would only be able to spend like twenty-two point two two seconds or something. And the entire well, no we didn't show, see it all. The entire wow. show, if you walk it, is twelve point five miles. Oh, we walked it. We definitely so did that. So if you go between on every row, At least twice. every aisle, it's... Because we forgot where some places were and we had to go back. So anyways, <laughs> the app was helpful, but not as slick as I'd like it to be. It's... it's I, I don't know. If, if the app... Yeah, the app could have been better, but it was still good. It had good maps on it. The search feature worked. Um... Well, the, you know, they, have an app, they have an app for this thing. I mean, this thing is huge. Uh, they had 65,000 people. Is that what they said? It was a record. It was more than last year. That wouldn't surprise me at all. And they cracked down this year on attendance. Yeah, and, no, uh, really no civilians. No walk-ins. They really you did a good job. Yeah. For it. yeah, they really did a good job. Uh, we went to the media day, which is on that Monday. 
Uh, shot really is four days, and the media day is the fifth day. So we did that for you guys. It's the first day, right? Yeah, we went and shot uh, all the cool new guns that we wanted to stand in line for, and we passed the lines we didn't want to well, stand Well, then speaking of that, Scott, yes. or let's interrupt you. Let's uh, interrupt Let's go me. to Ethan. What was, What were your favorite guns? Before you get to that, I just – no, I'm <laughs> I know. I know you're kidding. But what, let's start with a rifle and a shotgun and a handgun. Okay. Um the first thing I actually shot, period, was the Breda 1301, which was on my list. Like, I made it a point, wanted to shoot that. That's the new competition 12-gauge shotgun from Beretta, set up from the factory to run three-gun? Yes. Okay. There's also a full-size, there's a field model. It's based off their old field model. Well, they necked it down, and now they've got a 20-inch competition model, and I believe there's an 18-and-a-half. Yeah, 18-and-a-half-inch inch tactical, which is a little more compact. So if you just want the tactical, check out that if you're looking for a home defense shotgun. If you're going to do the three-gun thing, definitely check out the 1301 competition. Yeah, that was nice. That shot so really that's, soft. That's your shotgun. As far that's as shotgun, your favorite new gun that you got yeah. your hands on? Between I mean, they, that, for the shotgun. And, yeah, between that and the... T- the TCM is you'll probably hear if we put that audio we clip will. up. So then, following the shotgun, what would be your favorite rifle? Um, there's so many. Yeah, you know, I don't even know if I have a favorite rifle. What was I mean, the cool? What was the newest, yeah, coolest the cool thing? Even if you didn't gun. like it, what the, was like the one that stuck out? To shoot it wasn't anything amazing, but just the modularity to the Beretta ARX. You know what? I, I like the Beretta. That it was yeah. really nice. To it shoot. was, and it shot flat. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was really nice to shoot it, it but I think. There was plenty of things that shot well. Everything else about that gun was cool, as far as I'm concerned. I like the uh, the being, modu- being a left handy being shoot, yes. being a left left handed shooter. It was interesting to see how okay. modular stuff is. So becoming. for the listeners who don't know, Ethan is left handed. I am correct handed, uh, which is right handed. Um, but we're, we were able to switch the Beretta ARX 100 over from left to right-handed in a matter of seconds. I mean, it literally takes less time than it did for me to describe it. Um, so it was really amazing platform, very versatile. Uh, of course, it's got all the cool new technology, quick-change barrel system, um, you know, all the any rails all over the thing. It's, it's mainly polymer. Uh, it's got the folding stock and the adjustable everything. It's, it, it, it's, it's the Italian scar. It really you know, is. If you're not familiar with it, it's yeah. the Italian's. And this isn't scar. new. It's new for America. It's being made here. They said we're going to see it here in a few months. So we're hoping that Beretta will uh, start shipping them. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. It, like I said, it's it's not new. Uh, the Italians have been using this as their you know service rifle for i don't know how long years now so um yeah look i really look forward to seeing that is that what's the what's the name of it the arx 100 okay yeah and what was your favorite handgun definitely the 22 tcm yeah i gotta go with that it's just a toy and and the practical part of me wants to rebel against that but that is really neat i mean the practical part of me says the nine millimeter version of the Rock Island Arsenal, twenty two yes, TCM. As far as next like carry potential carry sure. gun, Rock Island is rolling yeah. a nine mil single stack with a rail, nineteen eleven. With a rail, mm-hmm. in it's, a it's got all in the an cool officer's stuff. Yep. and in a full size. Well, uh, four a four and a quarter and a five inch. Well, yeah, a commanders, Commander, commanders yeah, and a full be. size. Yeah, so and they're rolling that. a double stack for those of you who want the uh, the additional. See, that's already out. Actually, their nine mil twenty elevens are already out. As well, oh, right okay, good. So already for sale. You're an internet YouTube star now, though, aren't you? Yeah, I uh, I decided to debut my. Well, this time he's not wearing sh- the mask. Yeah. 
the come Zorro. out kind of from behind yes. the mask and uh, give the people what they really wanted. <laughs> and, so let's uh, let's listen. <laughs> appeared on Rock people, Islands. Let's see what the people really want. Oh, here. oh, are you going to cut that in, or do we really have to listen to it? Uh. This is my first time shooting the TCM. Not to sound cliche, I mean, it was a blast. It really was. Um, all the fun of a 22 and a 9 mil kind of melted together. So you get the reco- a nice, fun recoil impulse. You don't feel like you're cheating or getting away with something. But it's fast. I mean, I was tracking, you know, from target to target. All my double taps were on the target. I wasn't tracking off the target at all. And it was just fun. I mean, really fun to shoot. And that was uh, the yeah, famous... Yeah, it ends very yeah. abruptly. <laughs> yeah, so, but they cut from you to... Even famous people, uh, famous, actual famous, Seaclander yeah. and Rakaza, who are both on uh, Hot Shots, Top Top Shots. Yes, Top Shots. Uh, JJ Rakaza, who you've probably seen, who has his own line yes. of handguns. Now. And uh, Mike Seaclander from the uh, Shooting Performance, I believe, is his. Uh, oh, his is that, operation. It, what was his old thing? He was at US. He was at US uh, the US Academy. Shooting Academy. Okay, okay. His own. If you want to look him up, his name's Mike Seaclander. He's a wonderful handgun instructor. Uh, shooting Performance is his stuff. Yeah, he's got some good stuff, and I suggest you look up both those guys actually, and check out the Rock Island. We were real big fans of it. We got some pictures up on our Facebook page uh, that we told you about earlier. Uh, so go check it out. Um, All right, Scott. So yes. what were your top picks? Your the top, new picks, top picks. Let me think. As far as shotgun goes, you, you, the 1301 Tactical was just... I'm sorry. 1301 Competition for Beretta was just amazing. And um, I was really impressed with the... the uh, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was really impressed with the Arix 100 rifle uh, that Ethan was talking about, and I'm really looking forward to it. But we went over to the Trigicon booth, and we shot their glass. And, and not to segue on their glass, they got really nice glass. But Trigicon had a Steyr SSG set up in 308, and I hadn't shot that before. I've shot some other bolt guns. I've shot some high-end bolt guns, but this thing was one of the sweetest shooting bolt guns. And you shot that gun. What did you think about I that? I shot it at a thousand and it was amazing. It was amazing. It, it was it was uh it wasn't heavy, it was fairly light, it was low recoil, because uh, it has an excellent uh, muzzle device on it. Um, the glass on it was beautiful. I really enjoyed that gun. That's one thing I, I was really impressed with that glass is because, you know, historically Trigicon has not yeah. really jumped into the extreme long range, and that was... The TARS, the T-A-R-S, right. yeah, capital you know, T-A-R-S, yeah, check it out. This uh, was definitely a, a nice foray into the extreme you, long range. Yeah, if you're looking for a high... Now, this is high end now. <laughs> this is not uh, for the faint of heart. The The price point is up there, but it's a, it's a really solid piece of glass, and I can definitely recommend it having shot it. Um... So that's as far as rifles. As far as handguns go, um, you know, the new Glocks were the new hotness. And I don't know, I, that new Glock uh, um, 41, 45 ACP, long slide, I think that's just about the perfect uh, fighting handgun. Um, I got to fiddle with one. I haven't shot it yet, admittedly. Um, one thing I noticed, you know, the long slides are kind of sure. competition models. What they yeah. didn't do is it has an enlarged magazine release, yeah. but it's not the big one. Yeah. And they didn't put the enhanced slide release on it. Yeah. It's got the flat slide release. What they did, which changes this, because I own a 21, which is the 45 ACP version of the Glock uh, pistol, full size. And this is the same, supposedly, you know, on paper, it's the same thing with a longer slide. But they didn't. They narrowed the slide. And they made this Glock uh, that much better. It's really like a Glock 34 or 35, for those who know Glocks, in 45 ACP. And, you know, you still get 13 plus 1 rounds of uh, 45. You still get Glock reliability. 
You still get the Glock aftermarket as far as sights and, uh, you know, any light will fit it. Uh, supposedly holsters are going to be real easy. It's going to fit a lot of 34 and 35 holsters. Um, I think this is a winner, man. I know the 380 is, uh, is already out of the gate. It's already for sale right now as we're recording this. Uh, and I think that's a Glock 42. They're both on a lot of buzz, shows. a lot of buzz on that, but. I think this is the one. Uh, I think this is the one everybody's been looking for, as far as from Glock. Um, well, you know what? Speaking of handguns, the LCR. Um, yeah, the LCRX. X. That's what it was. The X. Yeah. Yeah. You hadn't shot the LCR yet. No. We went over to the Ruger table. Um, they had the LCRs out there, and they had the new uh, Match Champion GP100, which is a real sweet shooter if really you like nice. wheel guns. If you like wheel guns, go check out the Ruger GP100 uh, Match Champion. Really nice piece. Um, but what the real thing was you said you hadn't shot the LCR, and they just came out with the LCR-X, which is the LCR with the uh, the hammer we've talked about on the show uh, right before shot. But uh, you got to shoot that, and what were your impressions? Much, I was actually more impressed than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. I knew the LCR was going to impress me just because I'm not a revolver shooter. Sure. Um, that one was really nice. Yeah, the I trigger was absolutely phenomenal. I think the LCR has now beaten Smith & Wesson J-Frame at their own game. No, I yeah, think, price point, they, that gun yeah. has cornered that completely. It's, it's cheaper, it's just as reliable, the trigger's better, and it's lighter than, say, the Smith & Wesson 642. The, the only the only trade-off is a grip size. If you're like a full grip with a full frame, yeah. that's the only thing. But I yeah, think... it is a little bit a, bulkier, but I, I think that's worth the trade-off and what you get mm-hmm. uh, with the LCRX. Um, so if you're a wheel gun guy and you're looking for a J-frame, definitely check out that gun. Um, if you're a suppressor guy, you need to check out OSS suppressor systems. Now, these things these things are blowing my mind. And, and I know you didn't ask us about suppressors, but uh, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon with the the OSS suppressor system. is is It's going to be proprietary. I'm sorry, not proprietary. OEM HK. So if you go buy an HK suppressor, it's going to be from these guys, OSS. Uh, and what they've done is they've completely – it's not a typical suppressor, sound suppressor. A typical suppressor has baffles in it, right? It has a baffle stack or a baffle core that's inside the cylinder of the suppressor. And, you know, there's different baffle technologies, Um Lots of different companies have proprietary baffles. You know, if you get into the suppressor stuff, it can get real geeky with the 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 airflow. There's, there's a and, whole oh, other science man. behind noise. Yeah, there's a lot of fluid dynamics going on inside suppressors, uh, especially from the big names. But what this guy has done is he has figured out a way to do all this without baffles. So he's completely redesigned the suppressor as we know it. Uh, it's even a different shape. It's oct- octagonal. Yeah, it's either yeah. It's, I, I think it's octagonal. Is it octagonal? Maybe five sided. Hex- hexagonal. hexagonal. I think it's hexagonal. Yeah. Anyways, um, the center of the suppressor, instead of being the baffles, is just a flash hider with a bunch of crazy machining on it. And the outside of the suppressor is the suppressor body. So he's gone someplace where no one in the suppressor world has gone before. And done some really unique stuff, and I look forward to these things. And from what I've seen, the price point isn't going to be that outrageous. They're definitely going to be high end, but not any higher than say your Surefires or your high end, you know, uh, I don't know, ACs and Keltex. The, know, the thing to note, the high point about this is it is baffle. It is quote unquote baffleless as per the ATF, which means the inside of it, you can replace the core 
without having to re-register it. And and not to get into the nuances of the NFA and suppressors and the ATF, but uh, basically you can't rebuild your own suppressor. You can't replace baffles, right? You have to send that off to a licensed um, SOT, and he can do it. Well, with this, they said the insight isn't baffles because it's baffleless, basically. So you can replace the inside. So like you said, you can use one suppressor body, the the, the hexagonal and part. And you can go multi-cal, which is going to be another. Yeah, on all different calibers and all different guns and swap it around. And that's going to be the expensive part. And that's going to be the registered part. Um, it's just really exciting. I can't wait till they start shipping these things. We start seeing some street prices and we start being able to shoot these things. Um, they had it on a. HK, which of course is a piston gun, so it doesn't give us the true capabilities of what the suppressor will work like on a standard AR or a standard gas gun or even a bolt gun. Mm-hmm. But it'll be real interesting to see. So, um, uh, as far as the suppressors, do we see anything else that was just stand out on range day? Um, you know, working what about the first accessories? Days? Oh, what? oh yes. Suppre- if we're going to talk suppressors, uh-huh. Surefire did roll their long-awaited 22 suppressor. Which yes. Was, it was actually announced a little while back. It was and then really, it kind of, really light. kind of died off. How many ounces is it? It's, it's, oh, it's, I, nothing. I, it's less than three ounces, right? I mean, I picked it up, and it was like holding a paper towel. Too. Yeah, so so it. Surefire, it's definitely high-end. We talked about high-end suppressors. Uh, the t- but if you need a twenty-two can, definitely check out the Surefire. Um, you know, uh, th- their booth was uh, was full of cool stuff, um, including that can. They had it on a pistol, and they had it on their rifle, yes. a twenty-two caliber AR-15 rifle, twenty-two long rifle. And uh, I tell you what, it works. It's a really good can. And, yeah, check, definitely check that out as far as accessories goes. And the aforementioned Trigicon. Yes. Speaking of accessories, we talked about the TARS. And the VCOG is the And we other talked big about one. the, yeah, we didn't talk about the VCOG yet. We both shot the AR 15 and 308 equipped with the VCOG, and we thought that was a fantastic piece of glass, too. And that's, that's also going to be yeah. about 2300 bucks. So that's, yeah. A, so it's definitely a, high end, but probably worth the money. Definitely check it out if you're in that price range for a def, for an AR scope. It's a true, it's a true one to six. Actually, is what it is. Yeah, so. it really is. It works at one. It works at six. It's got an amazing reticle. It's got great light, of course. Everything you expect from Trigicon, honestly. And uh, it's 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 really good, you know, glass as far as the actual physical glass in the scope. Oh, another one to check out uh, if we're going to talk about what was over there, the proof research guys. I don't know if anyone here follows the uh, the carbon fiber, the new trend kind of in in barrels. Uh, yeah, we I was checking into that after we saw it at the shot show. Um, Christensen Arms, if you've heard of them, came out with a line of ARs. They make a line of guns that have carbon fiber wrapped barrels. Um, they are extremely expensive, but they are very very light. Right. Then Proof Research came out, um, and they just do barrels. They're a barrel company, and they, uh, you know, I walked up and I was really interested, just because of the claims, and I've seen some of the videos they've done of the durability testing, because that that was my initial skepticism was how 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 durable can that be? Yeah. And he was like, you know, the guy I explained, you were standing there, and he said about the 50 cal that they had a, I think it was a Macmillan. Yeah. And they said they took 10 pounds off the gun. That's right. They did have the 50 cal. And he's like, turn around, yeah. and there's the gun, and I picked it up. And, I mean, it's still a 20-something pound sure, rifle. Sure, but now but it's But down a from a 30-something <laughs> pound rifle. Much easier. It, yeah. As someone who's humped a, 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 a Barrett 50 cal sniper rifle, that was a light, light gun. And I've heard good things about their guns. Um I heard they had some issues early on in the proof company, but now they've been bought out and re-engineered, and their stuff is just bulletproof. And that and that's just great. I've yeah. just heard great things about them, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to see more of their AR barrels on the market and see how light they really are. Yeah. So 
guns aside, what was the best accessory? So was there anything revolutionary? Was there a stock, a four-end, a pistol grip, anything? What as set itself the, apart, the a flashlight? Grip. Yeah. The, oh, the Ergo Delta Grip. Yeah, once we got it on the show floor, um, the Delta Grip from Ergo is a J-frame grip, but it doesn't look like a standard revolver grip. It is a full rubber grip. And if you go to our Facebook page, we've yeah, got you, pictures of it. I strongly recommend you have to go look at the picture of this. You case. have to look at the picture of this thing. We hope to get one in as soon as possible to shoot it because this thing, it looked weird, right? You walked up. Yeah, you, you said, walk up and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> exactly. You look at this thing, you're like, this, this, this isn't right. It doesn't work. But then you pick it up and hold it and you're like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is exactly, it points better. It fills the hand better. It's like the perfect J-frame grip, and I can't wait to shoot one. I'm thinking it will absorb recoil better. It will allow you to come back on the gun faster, especially on the sharp recoiling, you know, light uh, 38s uh, with the uh, the heavy loads in them, you know, the aluminum. If you're not a revolver shooter, which I admittedly am not a, a you sure. know, well-rounded revolver shooter, you know, and I, I'm guilty of shooting high thumbs, which you can't do on a revolver, right. that grip puts your thumb where it needs to be. It really fixes all the the perceived problems I've had with J-frames in the past. And I, like I said, and this is just from, you know, handling it at SHOT Show. So hopefully we'll get one in. We'll be able to teeny it. We'll take some pictures and show you guys. But uh, meanwhile, check it out on our Facebook page. It's just crazy looking, and, and uh, it just might work. There's definitely – oh, uh, as far as accessories, Daniel Defense has rolled uh-huh. a new color this year. Oh, um, that's right. I know you were you were really digging that. Yeah. They came out with their own brown. You know, everybody's got their own shade of tan, right? Uh, flat, dark earth, tan, whatever you want to call it. Burnt, sienna, I don't know. Uh, but uh, Daniel Defense decided to come out with an actual brown. I mean, this is almost uh, chocolate, maybe a milk chocolate brown. Uh, they they called the color Mill Spec Plus, um, and they rolled it. And I guess the whole line is going to be offered in this Mill Spec Plus color. Um, also at Daniel Defense, uh, speaking of accessories, they've come up with their own buttstock pistol grip and vertical foregrip. Now they've had a vertical foregrip in the past, but it was aluminum in them, and this is going to be polymer. So they've got a a polymer grip. Uh, polymer vertical foregrip and a polymer buttstock uh, to replace the standard M4 stuff we're, we're used to seeing. And it's got a cool little overmold to it and a nice little checkering. Um, worth noting, they did specifically state it is not a beard grabber. It's yeah, yeah, I don't, I didn't have my beard, stock. but uh, the stock felt good. You know, uh, it worked. It looks good. Uh, more power to them. Uh, also from Daniel Defense, uh, they came out with a longer rail system, 15-inch rail system. Yeah, there's a 15-inch light, yeah. and oh, also they they do have a Mark 12 for you, Precision 556 guys. Yes, they have their own Mark 12 yes. coming out. Real, and, I did shoot that, and that and was we, really nice. Guy. And we talked about this on Facebook, but they also have a integrally suppressed uh, 300 blackout rifle. They call the ISR. Uh, and it's a single stamp rifle because the it's integrally suppressed and it's still 16 inch. So for the NFA guys, that just means you just need one form four and one two hundred dollar tax stamp as opposed to you know four hundred dollars for a short barrel rifle and a suppressor. Um, so Daniel Defense has saved you a little bit of money there and uh, made it a little easier on the pocketbook. 
Uh, sure. I, we're we're going to keep bumping into Surefire here just because they offer so many different. They you know sure. they, they exist in the industry in so many different oh, places. Yeah. But as far as accessories, not necessarily gun accessories. But if you're if you're into lights and you know as a, as a, someone that carries defense you know carries a defensive handgun every day, you have to have a light on you. I'm, I'm a huge sure. proponent of that. Um, they are Surefire is almost eating their own tail with how fast they're innovating. Lights and light yeah, technology. They came Every out, time they roll something, yeah. you wait a week and they've rolled a new light. Well, they had everything you can imagine this year. That new tail cap that you saw. The, yes. The new uh, lockout. Omni. Cookie. Yeah, the Omni tail cap. Which it's, is really innovative. I hope to see some, I guess it was just prototype. Yeah, they said that was a sheer prototype. So we hope to see some uh, some you know production models of the Omni and see how slick it is. But it looks like it's going to be you know locking out, quick to use, you know almost like the best of a clicky and a twisty tail cap uh, interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the I think you said Costa. I didn't really get the the lowdown, but the push button. Yeah, I don't know QD mounts. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that mount, but they've got a real quick. Uh, rail mount for their, you know, their standard line. It's a one, the, the it's a one Fury inch, and the G2X. Yeah, it's a one-inch handheld light fit mount. Fit any one-inch light. Um, but, but it's, it's got really a, quick. You just yep. grip it just push. like you're pinching something. Yep. Got a push button on it to release it. It has a cross-lock safety, so it's not, you're not going to accidentally push it. It is a, uh, it's low-profile, lightweight, and it's probably going to be really cheap. So uh, I can't wait till they roll that one out yeah. on their website. Uh, the new shotgun forens, if you haven't, you know, Surefire actually took a uh, long time. If you like the shot, the Surefire shotgun forens, they sat on that for years before they got a new one. It really took them a long time to they upgrade did. it, but now that they have um, six hundred, I think it's six hundred high. Yeah. What's the weight on that compared to the other ones? Um, the shotgun forens. Surefire shotgun forens were pretty heavy. This they were light. heavy. They're lighter than they lighter. were. I want to say they're about equivalent to the Streamlight version. I'd have to do a co- – I haven't held yeah. one of each of my hands. So I want have to, to say, look at the numbers. Yeah, I'd have to look at the numbers like you said, but I want to say they're just as light as the Surefire version. And they've come out with you know new technology, new switchology. Yeah, very much more streamlined ergonomic switching on that yeah. as and, opposed to the old one. And I think there's a, it's a lot to – a lot more what uh, the consumer wants on the on the shooter's end of it. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Surefire for your lighting needs. Uh, see if they got something that fits you. Speaking of lighting, myself and Ethan both uh, everyday carry a Streamlight ProTac flashlight. So we wandered over the Streamlight booth, of course, to check out see what they had, and they've upgraded. All of the Streamlight flashlight line, the Polytech line, uh, which we don't carry, but uh, I might start here because they said some really slick stuff. Uh, they're all programmable with their they call it ten tap technology, so you can program a flashlight. Um, and they've got they've all got uh, of course more lumens than they had in the past, so they're brighter, which is always better. So we've got programmable, we got brighter, and it's the same rugged Streamlight you know um, reliability that you and I are used to. And uh, so very definitely look for some testing of the Streamlight from us in the future. We're going to do some articles on it. We're going to do some pictures um, and show you uh, what Streamlight's all about. But, uh, yeah, definitely check out Streamlight if you need some uh, everyday carry lights. Let's Did you guys run into anyone interesting? No, not at all. No, no celebrity. I'm kidding. Um, Let's see. Ethan has his picture taken with at least 12 different people. Uh, one I didn't get was six of the me. Uh, I, did, oh. I did run into run into Mr. Nugent in the hallway. Um, I didn't I didn't want to be that guy that asked him for a picture, so I simply you know spoke with him. You would have asked him for a picture if I were there. 
Yeah, if it was quick because oh, you had right. a camera in your hand and you could do that professionally. So you really wanted to be that guy. You just of course be. I want to take a picture, but I also don't want to but be that guy. You just that said you didn't want. I don't. Wanna I don't want to be, be that, that guy, guy. But you will be. He, that guy. He is that guy. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be that yeah. guy. Okay. You are. Right. Exactly. But he got a conscious a, effort to not well, uh, to, re- re- to resist the impulse. Now, starting from the height of popularity and moving down, uh, you had your picture taken with uh, uh, Steve Austin. Oh uh, yeah, I actually got. Yeah. We actually had our pictures taken with him in 2012. And who is this? Stone Cold. The uh, better, better, otherwise known as Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Yes, that's Mister. That's Mister Austin. Our listeners, our listeners weren't there, so they need to know which Steve Austin it was. Because there's I so that. many sure. yeah. notable yeah. Steve Austins. Also, uh, there are. You get your picture taken with uh, a a Chris Costa, the beard. From now, he's from Magpul Dynamics. No, fame, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, in the past, and he's moved on and has his own Costa Ludus. For those of you who don't know about those people, um, and uh, let's see who else do you have pictures. I took your picture with a bunch of people. A lot yeah. of instructor. I, I I'm kind of an instructor groupie, so that's right. I was always stopping every ten minutes, going, "Hey, look, Scott, it's so and so." He's like, "Who's that guy?" I don't and know I'm that like, guy. He, he's, he's from YouTube. It's okay. He's you got know? a YouTube channel. Actually, we did meet a lot of we did meet a lot of YouTube personalities. We did meet quite a there was quite a few YouTube. I guess that's the the new media. That, I mean, it is it, that that's that is the new front it's of YouTube blogs and podcasts are the new media of the new century. You know, there's still a lot of print media out there, and there was definitely established, you know, your big guns, your 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 big magazines we've all heard of, and your big uh, uh, channels. Publi- yeah, your publications. Yes. And your, your, your TV channels we've all heard of. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of new media there. If you don't follow, there's a couple of really definitely people I recommend that I watch. Um, sure. The Yankee Marshall. He, he does some really good political stuff, and he's fun and kind of not very scripted and just kind of puts it all out there. Uh Richard Ryan from I believe it's Cell Phone Tech. It's a Cell Phone Tech assassin. He shoots he shoots cell phones. That sounds really weird, um, but he does it's it really entertaining under actually. high really high speed cameras. And he um, puts fifty cows through things on yes, occasion. He has so, access yeah. to some very interesting weaponry. So if you're interested in seeing someone shoot really odd guns at different types of cell phones to see what happens, <laughs> please check out his channel. Yes. Uh, let's see who else. Wow. I did meet Col- Mr. Colleen Noir. Yes, I that's right. Him. I forgot about that. Uh, if you don't, if you if you don't follow him, you really need to follow him. He's now an NRA commentator, so he he's kind of become the voice, and that's actually one of the people that's on the very very forefront of debating Second Amendment rights and being out there as a vocal spokesperson for Second Amendment rights. Yeah. Also, he's black, which adds a very interesting. Um, Spin to yeah, it. because he he represents a different demographic yes. that we're not used to. The very new age gun culture, sure. the gun culture 2.0, is I believe what I they thought call we were on us. 3.0. Is it 3.0? Are we on 2.0? I still don't know. I like the classic stylings of 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, it's 2.75. I, I, I grew up reading, <laughs> yeah. reading that guns and mod one. Mods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm too old school. I tell you who we met. You know who we met? We met people in the industry. Uh, names who you see on the bottom of the websites that you shop at. That's who we met. And I tell you what, it was amazing. The 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 Bill Geisleys, the Mark LaRue's, the uh, uh, sorry, Mr. Barrett's first name. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie. Ronnie Barrett. Barrett. I'm sorry, Ronnie Barrett's. The we met some amazing people that run these companies, and they're standing at their booths, or you know, we run after them and tackle them in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> Either way. Uh, 
you know, and it was just great to see all these cool people who you know, you know, through the internet because you buy their stuff and you think their stuff is great. But now you get to meet them in person, shake their hand, saying, "Man, I love your stuff." Mr. Uh, Smith, Ron, was Ron Ron Smith from Smith Enterprises? Yes, from Smith Enterprises. He was a uh, colorful individual. Yes. And uh, look for some teeny stuff from uh, Smith Enterprises here in the near future. So yeah, it was real fun to meet. Even the little people, I should say the little company. People. I tell you I, what, I'm, even the people who are on our level, as far as the guy who answers the phone when you call somebody, mm-hmm. it was really awesome to be able to go and say, "Hey, I talked to you on the phone about CMC such and Triggers such. specifically." Yeah, is actually a yeah, company. Yeah. If you're not sure. familiar with CMC Triggers, they're actually here out of Fort Worth. They're down the road from us. Um, so actually, again, look forward to some stuff. We're trying to get some things worked up with them. Yeah, I think we're gonna get, we're gonna go tour their facility at some point. Yes. We're gonna try. To, we're gonna. You know what? If we can't, we're gonna break it. At night and take pictures. Don't, if you're if you're from CNC, don't. Just yeah, just don't, don't listen to this. Just don't. Just fast forward. But no, that that's if a you don't that's want a small, this to happen. Give us money. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically going to blackmail the industry. We're extorting everyone. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just want some more of those cool rubber patches, and you need some more. Yes, actually, that was the year. This this was the year of rubberized patches. If, yeah. If you're not from the patch guy, that's yeah. uh, this wasn't the year for swag. I tell you that right now. No, it's oh, yeah. No, it's it's really interesting when you get to people you talk to either you know via email, Facebook, whatever, electronically, and you see them in person. And it's funny because some people you hit it off immediately, and some people you have everything to talk about on the internet. And you get you get in person, it's like, oh, how, how's those guns going for you? All right, cool. And and the conversation peters off quite quickly. Yeah, it's some people on the and I guess we're segueing here, but uh, some people are the same in person as they are on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see them on the YouTube videos. You see them. Maybe you talk to them on forums. Maybe you just interact with them, you know, via email because you're buying their stuff. And you meet them in person. They're the same exact person. And then some people are completely different. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. But uh, back to the shot show. Uh, best booth. Best booth. Yeah, best booth. Mm. Best booth display. Oh, I wait. think we're going oh, towards yeah. Blue Force Gear. I'm yeah, pretty sure we all. Blue Force Gear, if you're not familiar with them, they make nylon uh, slings, yes. magazine pouches. They do a lot of defense level contracting. I, you know, We use their stuff overseas. But apparently someone in their marketing department yeah. this year sat down and decided it would be a wonderful idea to use a full-size Raptor. Yes, um, they put the a middle of the dinosaur race. in the middle. It's just a big... It is... As random. Six foot dinosaur in the middle of the booth. As it sounds. It and had night vision goggles on <laughs> and, and multi cam saddlebags. Yeah. Made out of their 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 um their materials. They made saddlebags for it and put night vision goggles <laughs> so on we have raptor. A, so we have a kitted out uh uh I still say it's a Utah rapper. Uh Utah Raptor. It's an operator. It's not a Utah dude. Raptor. It's Utah Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, Try one really. more time. It it's is. a Utah Raptor, not a Velociraptor. I don't care what they call it. I'm telling you, Dinosaur Nerd says. <laughs> Fail. Oh, you can't even be a good nerd. Like you're, you're messing up just, being I a can't. nerd. I called it the Octoraptor. So anyways, a lot of people tried, and I'm sure they didn't know about the dinosaur beforehand, or they would have really stepped up their game, because there was some really... Magpul had a cool uh, Volkswagen or Sand Cayenne Lid, or the, something. The sand, they're like Sandrail, Baja. No, buggy. that was uh, Surefire. No, Magpul had a, had that as well. Magpul had a... Surefire had, had like a, a DPV. They had like an, a Polaris with a 50 cal on it. Oh, that was a Volkswagen uh, SUV over at Magpul. Yes, just tricked Magpul out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had like what a is Baja that thing called? The Tureg. Is they had a tricked out. Is that what that was? That's what somebody said. It I was, was too busy taking pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, it was no cool. It, was. it doesn't matter. It was cool. It was really tricked out. So yeah, they had some really cool trucks there. Um, but yeah, the dinosaur. 
It was just it was so random. Best it was completely yeah. random. I tell you who was I was impressed by. Um, who I normally am impressed by, but Magpul's Wall of Guns. Yes. Instead of having all their stuff, like their stocks over here and their handguards over nope, here. They have variants and of every here, They just stuck everything on a gun somewhere and just had a whole wall of guns. It must have 30 guns up there. But it's, it makes sense. It's beautiful it was because you get – that's so much so much cooperative could, marketing yeah. going on with their industry partners. That's true because uh, Krebs, the Krebs guy, we go over the Magpul booth. We grab an AK-47 off the wall to check out the Magpul AK-47 magazine and their furniture, etc. And a Krebs guy walks up and goes, hey, that's our new Krebs, you know, fill in the blank. And we're like, oh, okay. It's Like you said, great cross well, I, I kind of already knew what I was getting at the Magpul booth just because I follow them. I end up getting a tutorial on Krebs custom AKs at yes, the Magpul booth. Yes, and the, the, I tell you what. You want a nice AK? Check out the Krebs. Oh, they did Holy have. Moly. If we want to pause right there, the correct me here. It's the oh that that magazine conversion. What is that called? Oh, I forgot who makes that. It basically you take a. Uh, it's a, a Stanag mag conversion yeah. for your AK, so you can run an AR-15 oh, magazine man, in a 556. You know what? I'm gonna AK. dig. I'm gonna dig up the pictures. We're gonna put them on our Facebook. Uh, we'll tell you what the brand is. I'm sorry, it's something dynamic. Anyways, um, they make a conversion kit for two, two, three AKs, so you can put a standard magazine in it and run an AR-15 magazine. It's brilliant. Uh, evidently, it works if Krebs is using it. Uh, so you know, more power to them. Um, and we, there was stuff like that all over. There was a lot of cross pollination from some of the big names. I know Tango Down had some uh, Bravo Company stuff and uh, Definitive uh, Arms. Defin- definitive arms. Definitive Thank arms. you. Yeah. That's who it is. Yeah, if you've got an AK-47 and 223, you might want to check out their Magwell uh, system. Um, I know the uh, back to my point. The Battle Comp uh, guys had some BCM stuff, Bravo Company stuff uh, floating around. They also had some B5 system stuff. Yes, B5 um, actually, I don't believe had a booth. Uh, they they did. They just took their stuff, so you could go around the show and you would see sure. uh, Sig again. Sig They're is going gonna OE be, with yeah, Sig, yeah. so you're going to see their stuff. A on lot Sig of B5 and, systems coming up, and look for B5 systems reviews on our blog. Right. Yes, we got some. Check some, us out on Facebook.com/slash/GunShowPodcast and check out the blog at www.thegunshowpodcast.com. And Martin's going to take some pretty pictures. Somebody's going to write some pretty words, and we're going to make a, a blog post on the B5 stuff and uh, some other stuff coming up here real soon. Yeah. Another, if we're going to stop. I just, well, my mind is there. The Battle Comp booth. Sure. Battle Comp kind of had everyone over there. Um, uh, specifically, it was a great another, booth. Even without the Battle Comp guns, yep. which were just And they're awesome. in a great place. They Right by that door. Right so by the first them. door. Yep. It was brilliant. Uh, a company called Dark Angel Medical had their stuff over there. And if you're not familiar with them, if you shoot, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of having medical equipment, right. having a first aid kit. Uh, Dark Angel Medical is run by some people who know what they're doing, and they make kits, um, pocket-sized, all the way up to you know body armor kits for military, SWAT, whatever. So they make kits and they do training, right? They're yes, mainly they, a training company. Yes, they okay. they started really as a training company. So when you take the class, you get a kit. So it's it's a really nice program. Oh, nice crossover. Yep. Sure. Um, so please please check them out. His name is Kerry Davis. It's actually Kerry and his wife Lynn, sure. and they both were they're both medics uh, out of the Air Force. They both retired from the Air Force. And so they make their own stuff. They're really nice people. And they're yeah. genuinely nice people. Yeah. So if, if you're looking for first aid equipment and it's gunshot, you know, it's, it's trauma-centric. Sure. It's for gunshot wounds. Now, I've been seeing more and more of this. And I, and I haven't, honestly, um, to my remiss, I haven't been tuned in 
to the the I don't know for lack of a better term tactical medical side of this things. This was the not so much in that like the pronounced, but this for me was the year of medical at Shot Show. I we saw it from some of the big names, all some the, of the nylon, smaller names, all the nylon yeah. companies. Sure, everybody were, has had something. some sort of an IFAC. I say IFAC, an individual first aid kit, which is what the military calls it. it um, not that it was filled; it was just sure. the pouch. So they had the pouches, they had the attachments, they had something. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of people uh, making tourniquet pouches of yes. some sort or the other. Kydex, nylon, like you said. Um, uh, another Raven concealment. Yeah, Raven teared concealment. Up with clear. Uh, w- actually, what they teamed up with Clear is the actual. Um, clear is the name group, of the kit. Is the is the name of the conglomerate there? Oh. The medical okay. company, if you're familiar sure. with Raven Concealment Systems, they make the uh, Vanguard 2, if you're familiar with that, the trigger holster. Kydex holsters. They're really they're known for their good really Kydex. Good yes. Kydex. Um, they have partnered up with a company called 1110 Medical and to form a partnership called ah. Clear, C-L-E-E-R. And they are mounting a small proprietary first aid kit on a Raven Kydex loading system. Now partnered with a tourniquet holder. Now, what was great about this system was the proprietary. That was the key word. This thing is tiny. This thing is smaller than two Glock magazines. It's, it's a it's a size of a pack of cigarettes. Two it packs is, of cigarettes, maybe, if that. Yeah, I think it's smaller than that. It's just, it's just, so if you need to carry something and you need it to disappear, you know, carry it on you, lightweight, what, for whatever the reasons are, you know, undercover cop, I don't know, uh, Check out that stuff, man, because that and the price uh, reflects its quality. Yeah, I the, will tell the, you that it's not cheap. The the, the with proprietary comes yeah comes a cost. Everything in that kit is cut and sized specifically for the parameters of that kit, so you're paying for that. But it's a very well built system. Yeah, and like you said, we've seen it from a bunch of people. Um, while we're on the topic of Raven, they had their top stop. Yes. Uh, which yes. we're going to T&E here real soon. And what that is is uh, anybody who has a bunch of ARs uh, or who's guilty of having way too many AR parts, because they're like Legos. You'll have three uppers and two lowers. Or you'll have a, you know, you'll have a, a lower with a good trigger and a lower with a collapsible stock. And maybe you'll even have a pistol lower. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but, you know, to keep – if anybody's ever tried to keep the upper – off the lower, the bolt carrier group falls out, the charging handle falls out, all that sort of thing. gunk everywhere. That's my thing. And the filth goes all over your stuff. Um, they have this you know, polymer, nylon, I think it is, snap-in doohickey, for lack of a better term, that snaps into your upper, holds your bolt carrier group in, holds your charging handle in, and it keeps you from making a mess or your bolt from falling out in your bag. Yeah, if you're heading to a class and you've got multiple uppers, you know, you're just going to run one lower. Yeah. And you've got multiple backup uppers or something. Sure. You run them and you're keeping them lubricated. You don't want that stuff going all over your bag. And that's basically, that's almost exactly what this was designed for. It seals and it's simple, the upper receiver. And it's simple and it's brilliant, which we saw a lot of that in uh, at SHOT Show. I think that was our, I think that was our, uh, that was our overall theme was simple. Mantra almost was yeah, the simple simplicity. and smart yeah uh, we saw that at raven with with a, that top stop we saw it uh from mossy tactics with some of their products uh which we've uh we ch- go on our facebook check out uh, i did a whole album of their pictures they've got some really cool products that you'll want to check out and there's even more cool products on his website if you go to mossy tactics uh, just google that and his website will pop up uh but he's got even more stuff that i took pictures of and uh I, i'm still really impressed by his stuff um it, like you said simple what else did we see that was simple but brilliant um 
in a little bit larger sense. Well, I, I don't know if we're derailing too much, and we can wait to talk about this. But that sure. Iraq twenty one, the facts in Iraq oh, twenty one. Right, right, right. Talk we saw anything and everything. You guys saw it shot. This is the gun show. Yeah, podcast. my my mind shot is starting show. to starting to loosen up now. Shot show twenty fourteen. There was so much going on. We're gonna be jumping um, on, which is fine. If you're not familiar with this, facts and arms, facts and manufacturing, I think is actually the name of the company. Yeah, it's like facts and machining. Or facts. Yeah, it's they, facts and arms is the is the gun point. Yeah, it's it's a it's an it's a weapons company. It's owned by a larger defense contractor. They make we had a long conversation about nose cones for missiles and all they the other make all sorts of things. cool bomby stuff. So they yeah. took their engineering and their machining expertise and brought it down and their love to, of guns. Yes, as as gun people, yeah. and they made they they finally did it. They they made they crossed the bridge and we found the missing link, an AK operating system, a true AK operating system. In an AR in an AR compatible platform. Sure, uh, the it's called the ARAC Twenty One. Uh, it's available now. Uh, go check it out for a not bad. I mean, no, like a really, a really good price. price. To be quite if honest, if you compare it to some of the piston systems we've seen, it's, it's actually barrels. inexpensive. And you get two barrels. Yeah, yeah, they've got a great setup where you can pick two different barrels, two different calibers, Multiple two different lengths, colors, whatever you want. They machine like actual left-handed. Yeah, you can get it right left-handed. Yep. They have different barrel lengths, uh, three and three hundred blackout is the other option. Sure, they, yeah. they they push. I'm gonna. I bet we see more calibers and more barrel lengths in the future from these guys. Um, uh, the great thing about this system is you can use the the folding stock for your AR, which is uh, kind of unicorny. Uh, we don't see much of that in the in the world. Um, and actual the functional. Law. There's the law folder. Yeah, there's a law folder, but you can only shoot that once, and I guess it breaks. So, well, but you, you can't shoot it while it's yeah, exactly. Closed. So uh, you can fold your stock and shoot your stock with uh, with this setup. Um, what's funny is after seeing the facts, and is uh, Serbu had the uh, had a very similar setup. Uh, I didn't it, see that. You might have stopped. Yeah, yeah. I think I was. I saw that else. it was basically like you said, the AK operating system and an AR upper, very similar to the facts on that we saw. Um, you know, I, I think it's brand new, and there's only one prototype, and he's not shipping them yet. So if you need one, definitely check out that Fax and Arac 21. Uh, but keep your eye on the Serbu. Uh, you know, they don't make junk over there, and uh, it might be real interesting to see what he comes up with as far as that platform uh, when he actually starts selling them. Um, what else did you see that jumped out like that? That Desert Tech. I know you'd probably bring it up the uh, the Bullpup. Oh. Either that or the Celt with the Celtic. We can talk. Easy yeah, let's talk about the Celtic. This uh, was also kind of a the bull year pup of the Bullpup. Yeah. yeah, we saw the Tavor. Uh, we've seen the Celtics before. Um, the Aug is back. Um, Celtic just dropped two more Bullpups, so they're kind of the same gun, but yeah, not so much. Retro. The M43, the word is retro. yeah. The M43 is a retro version, which uh, you see some cool pictures of on our website. And uh, there's an RDB or something to that effect, which has more polymer on it, which is more like their uh, their 308 version, which we've talked about in the past here. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of stamped sheet metal. Um, which is exciting to me because I know that's cheap to do. If you think of how much an AK-47 costs, right, especially right now, you can still get into an AK-47 for, you know, 500-ish, 600-ish, definitely 700 bucks, sure, oh, yeah. for sure. Um, if Celtic can keep the cost down with uh, sheet metal stampings as opposed to, you know, polymers or, or machinings or what have you, and they can get the volume right, so it's not like your normal Celtic where you never see it for sale, but, you know, you see it in all the gun magazines, this will be real exciting to see uh, what they can do with these bullpup designs. And uh, we shot the Tavor. 
in 223 and 9 millimeter. Mil. That's right. And I tell you what, there's going to be an article coming up on the uh, the Tavor here real soon. Yeah, actually, we mentioned the AUG. Definitely. Oh, that's right. The definitely AUG. stay tuned for our AUG and Tavor goodness. American-made style. Yeah, if you've ever been a fan of 80s action movies, the bad guys always had AUGs, right? I'm not going to lie. I watched Die Hard the other night. <laughs> That's You can't... like, You just think of barrel changing. You know, yeah, I, I was... You know what? like a long, blonde-haired Austrian guy. Yeah. You guys picture Die Hard... But I jump straight in my mind when I think of the Steyr Og to uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh, yeah, I went there. You guys need to ID and be it now if you don't know what I'm talking about. I've heard of I've actually heard of it. it I've not seen the awesome. movie. I think I've heard you say that I think that it has before. a Baldwin in a full-length mm. duster, leather, yep, duster, black leather yep, duster, you lost, you lost me carrying a Steyr Og as a bad guy shooting people in the face. This it's pretty says, awesome. This has Hobo with a Shotgun written yes, all over it. It's like the 80s version of Hobo with a Shotgun. It's perfect. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're hoping to yeah, – I tell you what, not hoping, you're going to see some articles, some teeny on the Styrog, some pretty pictures uh, from our uh, resident photog real soon. Yes, very, very soon. On our website and our Facebook. And on the Facebook. And we'll probably tweet it too, you know, if we remember how to use that. Always just, if, if you have a hard time remembering the URLs or the URLs that we're giving you, just Google search us. Wait, is that what that means? You've been texting me things, oh, you are at, oh. Yeah. Makes so much more sense now. If you're having a hard time, just Google. Because thinking searches. about this case has been really uptight. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of, <laughs> well, that was weird. I was te- I was texting. They've hacked my phone. <laughs> speaking of bullpups, Desert Tech had a. Uh, it, they introduced an interesting new design before Shot Show, and I think we talked about it, but. I come to find out that it's just a teaser. They are not going to have the guns for another year, right? So this is no time soon. Is it like Keltec then? No, Keltec pulling a Keltec. Keltec pretends that they have guns. Keltec just designs guns. They don't build them. Um, no, but uh, Desert Tech had a bullpup design with a, a replaceable bolt head and barrel system. And what that means is, in the same gun, you can have a two two three, a three oh eight. A 6.8, a 300 blackout, all the cool interchangeable calibers that you normally get um, in one bullpup semi-automatic uh, rifle, which was a great idea. And I and I handled some of the designs. I can't wait to see what they actually produce. But as far as you know, something cool and new that we're going to see in the next year, no, they might have them ready for shot 2015. But just so, just for administrative reasons, if you don't know who Desert Tech is, it's because they are formerly Desert Tactical Arms, known for their short bullpup bolt uh, bolt guns. Oh, very cool, very neat bullpup uh, bolt guns that are very expensive, very high end, very renowned for their accuracy and uh, reliability. Um, but this new, you know, the new semi-automatic bullpup thing, it, yeah. Right now, it's just prototypes. Um, I'm hoping we see some really cool stuff because they have some really neat features on these bullpups. Um, but I wouldn't hold my breath. I think we're, like I said, shot 2015. <laughs> we'll see something come out, and uh, maybe they'll have a production. Ah, one thing that popped into my head when you were talking yep. about calibers: the 25. 
45? Oh, Sharps Rifle. Yes. Yeah, they were pimping the 2545, which is a 5.56 necked up to 25 caliber. Something like that. Anywho. Um, I'm going to look it up. I don't know that that round does anything. I think they were they were saying it has an 87 grain bullet. Moving it uh, however many feet per second. I don't see how that... To me, that doesn't fill a niche in between the 5.56 and the 6.8. You know what I mean? You have the 5.56, which is good for everything that we know that it's good for. Um, You have the 6.8 if you're going to go hunting and you need something big, you know, 110 grain, 100 and whatever grain, 117 grain. Um, For hunting, we have the 300 blackout if you're shooting a suppressed something or the other. Um, yeah, I don't see how this fills a niche in the AR caliber market. It interests me. Um, yeah. And I'm not normally like an anemic calibers guy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like to stick to very – I don't innovate. when sure. I I just like to shoot what works. I do like 6 mil. I'm a huge 6 mil guy. 6.5, six, 6.5 five, six, five Grendel. I think yeah. if you if you handed me 6.8 or 6.5, I'd take 6.5. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm a 6.5 guy. I hear you. Mainly because I don't like 300 Win Mag because I'm small. So I like <laughs> having the ballistics with 60% of the recoil. But the 25, and that's actually the reason that 2545 appeals to me is uh-huh. because I like getting the most out of the smallest caliber. I like 556. Five, in fact, I love shooting 77 grain. <laughs> I want to make a joke so bad. I think everybody who's listening has <laughs> please, already made it. Please, Martin, make no, a joke. By all means, continue. I think it's a self joke time <laughs> yeah. for all of you out there listening to us on iTunes. I think, uh, or Stitcher. Hey, we haven't given any high fives yet. We haven't, we haven't talked, talked to anybody. anybody. Okay. What are we going to virtual high five? I don't know. It just like seems like we do that. You know what? I'll give the nuge a virtual high five. There we go. And you know what, Ted? If you're <laughs> if you're listening, uh, thank you. Tell your friends and uh, please subscribe. I'm sorry, you were, you were talking about calibers. Yeah, before I was uh, rudely interrupted. Anyway, I'm moving <laughs> forward. I like I said, I like to see you know get the 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 maximum amount of performance out of the smallest caliber. Smallest workable platform, and I think that twenty. Martin, you have to stop. <laughs> Martin's gonna Martin, Martin's gonna bust the capillary here, man. Are you okay? He's gonna bleed out. I, I've been having to be quiet the we whole show. We are professionals. So. We are consummate professionals. Wait, when do they get here? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're consummate We're amateurs, dude. No Nobody's idea paid us what yet. Getting into. Nobody's paid us yet. We are consummate amateurs. But we do have plenty of ad space. Please contact Martin. <laughs> Yeah, content Scott F at the, gunshowpodcast.com. Uh, the, I will say Which, the, actually, it's the gunshowpodcast.com. The, that's what I said. The gunshowpodcast. He just says gunshowpodcast. I'm like, is it is it gunshowpodcast or the See, that's what's podcast. great about it. You can Google it, and it'll come up. Yeah, Google us. We got that SEO value. Google the heck out of us. All right, so you're talking about your calibers yeah. and small packages. And I, you know, and I, the I've best heard of it. Of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get so, you. So you like two forty? You like um, you like two forty three, two seventy over the thirty calibers. You I'm a like two seventy, specifically two seventy. Yeah, yeah. I love two seventy. Two sixty, six five Creedmoor. Yep. You big guy. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So to that end, that interested me because I like especially the high end two twenty three seventy seven. You know, Mark two sixty two oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big a, fan of that stuff. It, and it works. You know, people sure. can talk about it. it. It's working right now yeah. because in certain places we use that to shoot people, hunt the hunt the bipeds. So you're a big fan of the of the. And I like, it, and especially along yeah. the lines of the three hundred black, because it only requires the removal of 
a barrel. It's just another one of those swap. barrel chains. Yeah. yeah. If you could just do a simple barrel swap, you don't have to worry about magazines. You don't have to worry about bolt heads like you do with the 6.8 or the 760 by 39 or what have you. Um, I think that makes everything easier, plus cheaper. It makes it cheaper, right? If you, if you start talking about you know, a 223-based or the brass. You can use 223-based brass if you reload your own yes. stuff. And that's what's great about 300 Blackout. And it's like you said, it's an 87 grain, and that's the standard fare. That's a nice, heavy bullet. That's, it is heavier. You know, you're talking 10 more grains of the 77, which is heavy stuff we're shooting out of the 5.56. So it On an does, AR platform. It, it does give you something. I'll give you that. But does it give you enough to change calibers? Uh, You'd have to convince me of that. Um, I'd like to see some more ballistics on it, and I would definitely yeah, read no, it up. Yeah, it on has it. to prove. You know, it remains to be seen, but I think I'm interested to take a look at sure. it. Sure, and if you are interested in that out there in listener land, um, check out Sharp's uh, Rifle Company. Check out their 2545. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, and tell us what you think, um, and we'll put some more pictures up of their stuff on our Facebook page. And uh, so what, what else did you see that was off the beaten path like that yeah, that was kind of yeah I've been racking my brain now, that was a really cool little interesting one I saw oh uh, you know what we we have failed to mention we talked about cryptic uh, cryptic was everywhere it looks like everybody I'm saving Elsa for the end because I'm going to go on a huge rant with the Elsa but but with cryptic um, I think everybody has licensed that camouflage pattern out um, Mossberg announced before Shot Show they were doing it we saw it on everything from Lone Wolf to I can't even think who didn't have cryptic pattern uh Maybe Magpul didn't. Um, uh, but gray. We haven't talked about gray. There's a lot of gray out there. There's at least 50 shades of it. Really? That's not even. What, what, is, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Seriously? Like, you're the pious guy. You know, you're that. Like, I'm supposed to be the brash, yeah. like, knuckle dragger over really here. And you're like, bro, stop cursing so much. They but then we got that. Martin. With his passive aggressive, you know, <laughs> suggestive <laughs> jokes, and I'm supposed to feel bad. They call their role reversal in school, and I guess that's what we're doing here tonight, yeah. folks. I like it. Uh, so gray, five eleven had a whole s- display of gray. Um, everybody had their gray furniture. Uh, B five systems, I know. Um, uh, who else? Uh, London Bridge Trading. Five eleven, gray. huge gray line. Lots of gray over five eleven. Um, uh, Magpul doesn't have a gray yet, but I think everybody else does. Uh, but I guess gray is the new hotness. And there, of course, the new multicams. We haven't talked about that. Cry has a black multicam. I think we talked about it before the show, or maybe I not. was let down. I'm not going to lie. I'll be you honest. You know what? It, it, to it, me, I think it works well, but just when it you see it, works. it's a say, let down. When you say black, do you just mean shades? It's of, called Multicam Black. It literally is called Multicam. You know what it looks like? It looks like you took – I'll put a picture of it. I got a great picture at the TrueSpec booth of it. But uh, it literally looks like you took your Multicam and washed it in the washing machine with a black writ dye. Okay. So the dark parts are just dark black, and the light parts are lighter gray. So it's it's some odd urbanish color pattern. I'm not sure, you know. I I yeah, like I said, I guess it works. Yeah, it. I'm like assuming I said, the it best works. camouflages out there don't look good to the eye. That's why they're yeah, camouflage. Yeah. And we were able to see black tarn, black tarn, multi Ooh. multicam, multicam is Brookwood. We finally Again. got eyes on the Brookwood. Brookwood what is that? Brookwood was one of the finalists in the Army camouflage uh, pattern. Um, competition 
uh, of which cry, I guess, one, we're still not sure. There's still no official announcements from the Army, but the Army is going to adopt multicam. Uh, everybody knows it. Everybody assumes it. Um, but Brookwood and Cryptic, uh, the aforementioned Cryptic, were one of the finalists, uh, a, a, along with uh, Guy Kramer and uh, U.S. Forces uh, camo pattern. So we finally got eyes on the Brookwood. That's the only one we haven't seen in the wild. Um, they had some... Uh, and some it's not common, so it's not like you're going to see no. it running around. And I'll throw up a picture on Facebook uh, later this week. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, the Brookwood pattern, if you're interested in camouflage. And definitely, uh, you, you know, speaking of cry, the pepper box, everybody's called the pepper box yeah, shotgun, right? Yeah, the X, was it the 612? or the Yeah, I called the 6, there was a lot of 6 name things, so I'm kind of confused Here's in my the deal. head. Like I said, uh, we were talking about, I think it's called, the, I want to say the 612. I might be wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of pictures running. That was like one of the things. I put some to pictures up. Uh, it's it's a double action revolver. Master, it's a master. If you're familiar shotgun. with the 12 gauge master keys that you can mount, yeah. uh, think it's, Predator. It's like a good version of the Street Sweeper. Yep. Basically, is what we're talking about. But it's small enough to mount under a barrel. And be used as a breaching gun. They also had a, a you know a standalone system that was just a shotgun, but it has a a, a six round twelve gauge magazine, right? Yeah, rotary six round rotary yeah. magazine. Here's the deal, and I know where they were coming from with this sure. because normally we talked about Serbu. Serbu actually makes um, breaching shotguns. Yes, they make tiny little. There's breaching the 870 MCAS. Yes. There's the Serbus. There's a, say, a couple that they're safety harbor. They're very very short sawed off guns. They only and Remington hold makes one actually. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the MCS because it's modular Oh, is that the now. MCS? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, those guns normally only hold two, like two plus one, right. maybe, and you don't need that much. But the nice thing is, if you have to enter a room, and the, you know these things are designed for entry teams and this, that, and the other thing. Sure. But if you have to enter a room on the old guns, you have to drop that weapon system and bring another weapon system. Yeah, you, yeah, it's slung. It's right. usually on a sling. You drop it. It slings away. You draw your pistol. You bring your rifle up. Yeah, whatever it may be. Now, these new these new systems, you know, and even the ones that were mounted, because the 870 MCS was tested on underslung M4s, and the problem was it was still just very low capacity. So now they've taken the rotary magazine and integrated a higher capacity into the same size parameter Package. Yeah, and it gives you, as opposed to, like you said, two shots manually. Now it's a double-action trigger, just like yep. a revolver. You just keep pulling the trigger for six rounds. And if you had to, you could reload it. Um, these I'm are guessing, very applications. I, I always say these are very application-specific platforms. Yeah, I'm guessing Cry designed this for a specific application, for a specific end-user, and it's going to expand out to all the end-users who kind of use that sort of thing. And it's going to become, you know... Yeah, Cry Cry's one of those companies, if they made it, it's because someone asked someone them needs to it. make it. Yeah, yes. basically. And so, yeah, I think we'll see more of this coming out from Cry. And uh, oh, go to our Facebook, check out those note, pictures, that thing. Uh, a little-known company, you may have never heard of them. Their name is, they're called S&S Precision. S yes. and S. S yes. Ampersand S. Um, they make they, a lot of cool they stuff. They make some very niche things. That's yeah. the thing. Is a, You'll see stuff from them, and you're like, I don't even know what that is. They make a clip for a law rocket. Yeah, I wasn't sure. The light thing, they make some stuff that, like you said, 
I don't know what it is, but you may know what it is. They and you don't known, know what it is, but I know what it they is. They are known for their strobes. Yes. They make IR strobes, uh, infrared strobes for night vision and illumination. And plate carriers made out of Kydex? We're yes. talking minimalistic. But what they had this year that I found interesting and that I think more than one person can get uh, behind is their RoboCop holster. And I, yeah. I, I affectionately call that the RoboCop holster. What is that? They uh, were approached again. SNS makes things, and I, like I said, I've affectionately dubbed it that. Um, I looked at it, and it's yeah. the first thing I thought of, and the gentleman, the sales rep, came over and explained. Basically, they were approached by some, some gentlemen um, from the Naval Special Warfare community about a holster for suppressed pistols. Right. Which has always kind of been a big It's a be- very difficult thing to, to do. Tackle. And Cry, actually, Cry, yes. had the gun clip, which yes. didn't – it's still there. It's it just, works. It, it, it's yeah. not ideal. And these are all retention. very application specific. Sure. But what it is is basically it's an open top holster that uses. Uh, I, I have to it's, have it's to try aluminum. To it. They, it, it's basically a machine it's a shelf almost. It's, it's a, a machine shelf aluminum holster. Sense. You you stick the gun in, and you got to imagine a gun with a big suppressor hanging off it, right? So you stick the gun in. The trigger guard kind of drops in this little pocket, and you actually it's. <laughs> It slides out like a like a I don't know like a mobile home on sliders. You know the the extra room slides Again, another out. Another one of those things where you, we can't do. We like got pictures of it. You're talking about an RV. Like how an, the, like how the extra room on the RV extends as a yeah. button you push. The the section of the holster extends out. You stick the gun in. You you kind of push that back in. It clicks in and it locks the gun in place. So okay. then when you go to deploy it, it has a much like a uh, a safari land holster with a thumb release. Okay. You know, uh, like the, I guess the ALS, I think mm-hmm. it's called. Yep. Uh, you push that button, it extends that area that wraps, that locks the gun in, and you can draw the gun completely. So you draw it just, straight forward. You yeah, know, there's it, no wrapping it's around. Open. Yeah. So it's, it's a competition holster. It's like, yeah, if you're familiar with yeah. the ghost, what they yeah, call yeah, ghost yeah, yeah. holsters. Okay, there you go. Imagine a very militarized, ruggedized so it's a com- version it's of it's that. It's a competition holster that. Locks the gun guns. in place. Yeah. Yes. That's, but, that's yeah. what we're looking but for. And it was designed. It's a serious solid lock. It's machined out of aluminum. So, unlike most holsters, you don't have to draw up. Nope. And, nope. In it. You and, just yep. and that is why I called it the Robocop, Robocop holster. holster. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We're going to get some pictures up, on, like I said, on our Facebook page of all the stuff we're talking about. If it's not already up, um, we'll try to. We'll try to uh, We'll try to find some video of this. I'm sure SNS has some video of this. And if not, uh, maybe they'll send us one and we'll take some video. But uh, That'll work. Yeah, this is a really cool holster. Uh, it stuck out. Another thing that jumped out at me uh, early on in our travels at the SHOT Show was the uh, Laser Devices MK7 uh, light for a shotgun. And what this is, is as is simple as it sounds, getting back to our simple but smart, is a light that screws on the end of your shotgun magazine tube. Why didn't anybody think of this before, right? The problem is they have, um, and frankly, they suck. Well, it's been really awful. You know, little Chinese cheap lasers and lights that go on the end of your magazine Mm -hmm. tube. We've all seen them. Uh, They have names like Famous Maker, and uh, I think is one of the brands I saw. (laughs) So... uh, but this is from Laser Devices, which is a legitimate company. They're owned somehow by Beretta in that big family. They make uh, D-balls, if you familiar yeah. with the IR lasers. They make high-end stuff for militaries, and uh, they make this Mark Seven light, which screws on the end. I don't know how many lumens it is. I forget off the top of my head, but it's a it's a brilliant uh, 350. 
ish lumens. Yeah, it was in that. It's bright enough. It oh really yeah, I mean is. It, it's yeah. very bright. It's got a hour and a half runtime. Uh, it's got a, a positive switch on it. I played with the switchology on it. It works. It uh, it's aluminum. Oh, you can unscrew this thing, take it off the gun, and you've got a a handheld flashlight, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not stuck on the gun. Um, it's fairly quick release. I mean, you got to screw it, but yeah, yeah. Right now, uh, it fits just the Beretta and Benelli, and but it also happens to fit the eight seventy. The guy yeah, said, "Yeah, that. they didn't know it fit the eight seventy, but it turns out it has the same thread pattern. One of those Italian shotguns." So. Uh, look for it in the future for some of the other guns. I imagine we'll see it for the Winchesters and the, uh, the Mossbergs. The Mossbergs, yeah, the 590s. Um, but uh, it's a really good answer to how to put a shotgun on a, uh, a flashlight on a shotgun or a shotgun on a flashlight, for that matter. Um, if you have a flashlight without a shotgun, <laughs> this is the answer. No. Uh, but a lot tape. of people you know, try different things, and I know I've struggled with how to put a light on a shotgun uh, successfully, and the answer seemed to be something very expensive, like the Surefire that we talked about, so or the Insight. Did y'all get to play around with that? We, Seven? I mean, what'd y'all think of the yeah. quality? No, I mean, it's, oh, it's definitely all neural aluminum yeah. and solid metal construction. High end. It's not going to be inexpensive. This is not going to be like uh, you know uh, uh, bolting your, uh, <laughs> you, you know. Your, yeah, I would your expect to light. see a two hundred and fifty dollar light. At least, at least. Uh, as but, opposed to now, yeah. now you, I say that, and you're like, ooh. As opposed to a Surefire forend, which is about four hundred dollars MSRP. Right. That's what they suggest. You can find them cheap, but I would say, I would say in the two, two fifty, maybe, maybe less. Um, Honestly, uh, this is. A, I think it's going to be at the right price point. It's going to be the right product. It's at the right time for sure because we haven't seen this yet, and it's just innovative, simple, smart. Um, I look forward to it. I, I like to I like to mess around with this thing. I might buy one for my own. Well, I'm trying to think. Lights. Now, I'm trying to just stay in the vein so my brain's running all over the place here. Laser devices, again, check them out. They make... Uh they make lasers. That's what they're actually known for. So give them a check if you're in the in the market for some lasers. And we got hog hunters and stuff out there. Oh, um... Another thing, I just put this up on our Facebook, ALG Defense. Mm. Speaking of uh, high-speed... Let's uh, talk about application-specific things that yeah. I love. ALG Defense, a little background on them, is actually a, a, their own subsidy, but they're owned by Geisley. They are the mil-spec kind of shop for Geisley triggers. Right. Um, they make the ALG enhanced. They make regular mil spec trigger, just a standard, well built mil spec trigger, which you can purchase. They're very cheap. They make their enhanced mil spec trigger, which is a D horn, D bird, hand hand tuned. Which I've heard really good things. I about. run one, yeah, and I absolutely. Oh, that's right. I forgot you love it. There's another it's sixty dollars. Uh, it is handedly the best trigger you can get for $60. for sixty bucks. It's yeah, hands down. It's nickel boron, nickel Teflon coated. It, it's everything you could want. Anyway, moving forward, that company they make good stuff. Again, another company that when they make something, they made it for a reason. Bill sure. Geisley is not in the business of making random things. If you're familiar with his triggers, they are everything he makes is has an application for yes. it. Something he's aiming at a market for. Like so a this year term. they rolled out. A, a, you see, it's been floating around for a few months in my circle mainly because I'm friends with the Raven Concealment guys and they built the only holster for right. it that exists yet. Is It's called the six-second mount. And again, kind of things 
Now this is a, this is real high end, high speed, cool guy stuff. And you're gonna look at right, and you're gonna look yeah. at it, and you're gonna go, wow, that's real, that's super Delta Force. And then you stop and look at an open gun that is someone shooting, you know, an Ipsic, and you go, oh yeah. wow, it's the same thing that they've been shooting forever. It's an over the top, it's a yeah. non, it's a frame optic mount for a handgun. So what does that mean? What's frame re- optic. What's mount. really exciting about this is, like he said, I don't know if you've ever seen like an open Ipsic or or a pistol, and what we're talking about is it has some sort of um, red dot. It's got a red dot mount. On the yeah, handgun. a red dot sight mounted on it, and the way they mount it is they drill a some sort of red dot mount and they attach it to the frame. Usually with screws and drills and things. If you're if you if you can picture this, if you're familiar with the what is it M21 mounts on an AK, that's actually the the, the easiest comparison I can make is it's it's an offset side yeah. mount, so it mounts to the side of an AK-47, goes sure. up over the top. It's yeah. Picture the same thing on a handgun, so it mounts on the side, comes up over the top, so what? you have no contact with the slide, right. so the optic is isolated from the movement right. of the slide. Now what's great about this is it uh, it attaches to the Glock's uh, light rail. And it also attaches uh, to one of the pins that go through the frame. And so now we've got a real solid isolated mount, um, but you don't lose the light rail because it's got its own light rail. So you can still run a light. And on the top, uh, it is set up for the aim point micro sights. And so you've got the aim point uh, mini, mini. When I say micro, mini. You got the aim T1s, point T1H1, whatever it is. Um, so you got the T1H1 up top. So basically, you have an aim point and light equipped. Glock when you're done, and uh, I can't think of a better fighting pistol than that, and that's what it was made for. It's called the six-second mount, and uh, I don't know if I believe the marketing on this, but I like it. It's called the six-second mount for those situations where you have six seconds to get in and neutralize the threat. Again, it actually the name comes yeah. from the the, the unit the the uh, the entity that requested that came to Geisley and said this is what we want, this is what we're doing, we need something very specific, and they're. Their tactic, their their belief, because they work in a hostage rescue primarily, is their function. They have six seconds to get in, neutralize the threat, and uh, and basically own own the house, own the building. Yeah. So so check out our pictures of this. We got them up on the Facebook. Um, it's a real slick mount. I, they don't have it for sale yet. It will. Be, it's come, but the it's only on their ones, Facebook, so they're teasing it. So we should be seeing it for sale real soon. It, the thing is, you're going to look at it, and it seems bulky. Um, and at the price point, it actually is not going to be as expensive. I think I was told, unofficial, unofficial, uh-huh. uh, about 100, 150 bucks. Wow. And that's actually really cheap. deal, really. If you think about if any of you guys have been I've seeing I've seen some really mounting, awful plastic ones from well, overseas that, for and, about that price point. Well, that, and you have guys that are now doing the slide milling to put the uh, micro dots right on, on the slide, which is a big deal. Which a lot is going to be at that. least that price, yeah. and you have a in machining. Slide. It's going to cost you that much in machining anyway. The cool thing, and the problem is that's you know now you have an optic attached to your slide, and if you understand how that's working, your that optic is being subjected to about 60 G's. Sure. Every single time the gun cycles, so there's that much energy transferred into the optic. So it the you know the the propensity for breaking it is great. This op this mount takes that optic and move removes it completely from any moving parts on the gun. So when you fire the gun, you're tracking that dot. And it's completely separate from Obviously, the slide. Obviously, it's the it's the 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 best way to do it, or they wouldn't be doing it in the competitive world. Bingo. Obviously, so uh, what what they've done, like we said before, they've ruggedized. They basically taken that technology and, and ruggedized it. it. Yep. Yeah, it's brilliant. Now, from ALG that you can buy right now, 
we saw their new rail system, ah, which has yes. no rails. <laughs> I guess it's a hand It is guard. purple. I don't care if it has rails, but it's purple. So oh, I they have a it. regular old black one, too. But they've got a purple one. Check out our Facebook page. I posted some pictures up there of the purple one and the black one. Um, and you'll also notice there's no rails on this thing. We we call it a rail system, you know, out of habit, but it's more of just a free float handguard. Two, a tube handguard, in it? Yeah, two. modular system. Like a v, think of VTAC or any, you know. And you can put the rails wherever you want on it, which is brilliant because why do you have all these rails on the top? Because even my uh, uh, Troy Industries um, TRX Extreme rail system or free float tube has a rail on the top but i only use you know a four inch section so why don't i just have a four inch section attached to it and if you understand that goes back to when we were talking about key mod earlier that is the thought process behind this new key mod it's like we're going full circle though because if you remember back in the day your free float tube was a chunk of aluminum that was knurled, <laughs> that you screwed in and replaced your barrel nut, and we're kind of getting back to that, right? But now it has a, cool a lot of for things it. to include woodland camo. Thank <laughs> goodness, are are starting to come. We back. did see some woodland camo, not a lot, but a little bit, which was interesting uh, over at the London Bridge. That's a very effective camo. It it it's actually sexy. is. No, it is. It's a very effective camera. For our uh, for some AOs, it is definitely effective. Yeah, uh, it looks I think it's much fabulous. more effective than your standard hunting camo. I'll tell you what. But right. yeah, like you don't if, have to license if it. If you're like using cryptic. it in That's the, the right space, then yes, it's <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I think it, they call it macro it, pattern. Yeah, but I mean, it, it definitely reminds, works. It does remind me of a lot of the current camos, except that the current camos. Their patterns are a little tighter, they usually, a little smaller. Well, what happens is, and not to get too camo nerd here, but... Uh, you're you're going to get camo nerd here. The Desert 3 color that we're all used to and the the um, the woodland that we're all used to is what they call a macro pattern. So if there's a dude standing in the woods three, 400 yards away, it's a great pattern. Now, if the dude's standing in the woods 15 yards away, you're going to see him. But what they've done with modern camouflage is eliminated that macro pattern and put a macro pattern inside a micro pattern or vice versa. So when you're up close, the micro pattern hides the guy. And when you move back out, you still have the macro pattern so it doesn't go, go, go gray like your standard you know, hunting camo. So back to uh, – I'm sorry. We were talking about uh, so basically ALG. exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah. just repeated it. Shot show. Anyway. So the ALG – also had their uh, their really cute, cool and light QD. Did you almost say cute instead of really cool? It's you cute. Admit it, it's cute. cute. I'll say cute. I watched a video. Okay, so what, what is it? So it's a standard QD, and you look at it, and it's Which nothing is special. A, a quick detach. Oh, quick detach. Push sling, button. Quick sling detach. swivel. It's okay. for slings, right? And it attaches to any uh, quick detach sling swivel hole like you'd see on modern-day handguards and uh, butt stocks and those sorts it's of things. It's just that random circle that you're like, what is that? Yeah. For anyone yeah. that's ever looked at like a – what is it? Magpul started to put them into a lot Magpul's of their handguards. Magpul's got Stocks. Yeah. Handguards. 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 Everybody's if you can got cram it everything. somewhere, someone's put a QD Sig's swivel. putting it on the receivers of their AR-15s. I mean it's everywhere, right? So um, – it looks like a standard one, but then you pick it up, and it weighs next to nothing. It's amazing how light this thing is, and it's forged, and that's the difference. Most of them are steel, machine, bent, you know, uh, billet, whatever you want to call it, chunks of steel, and ALG has a very nice lightweight forged one. So check it out. We got pictures. It's very cute. I'll go there. Just own yeah. it. Just own it, dude. You can bait it pink. 
You know what? If they come out with they a purple one, purple. They had it in purple. If they had that in purple, did they have that? In I thought purple? they literally had that. If I'm thinking I'm about the red call thing, them. They if they had have it in purple, rail. I'm buying it. I thought no, the rail was in purple. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Definitely I'm sorry. the rail. It's on the website. The it's accessories in need to come out in purple. Is what we're getting. That's at. what. You, yeah. If you're listing, uh, uh, Geisley ALG, purple. Okay. More purple. Um, speaking of uh, uh, purple, uh, there was some pink. Besides your phone case, I think there was there was some pink out there on the floor that we talked about. Yes, and uh, for some reason, Chip McCormick <laughs> had a very nice lady at the booth that had the same shade of pink as your phone case, and she had to show that off. And uh, my point is, if you need a 1911 cool story, Mac, bro. My, it again. my point is, if you need a 1911, you really had to be there for that one. I had Chip McCormick. <laughs> yeah, I don't get a mark. You're not going to cut this, are you? Oh no. <laughs> I'm riding this one all the way out. <laughs> the wheels are on fire. We're still driving. <laughs> you guys didn't help me at all with that. You really let me burn. I didn't know where you were going. I, no I played idea. along for half of that because I had no idea. I, I had I no idea either. That was the problem. I, I knew that she, she was into you, though. So we kind of were jumping all over the place, but he brought up the, the Chip McCormick mags, and it reminded me of um, what we saw down at Palmetto State Armory's booth. And if you're not, fam- if you're not familiar with Palmetto State... What did, what did we see over at Palmetto State's Armory booth that reminded you of Chip McCormick mags? 1911s. Oh, that's right. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for staying with yeah. us here. Anyway, shot show 2014, people. Um <laughs> So we get to the Palmetto State booth, and if you're not familiar with them, they have some of the most screaming deals. If you are trying to get into an AR-15 on the cheap right now, there is literally no other place to go than Palmetto State Armory. I think the last show that we recorded, we recommended Palmetto State Armory. I would do it every single show, and I'll do it and own it for a reason. PSA has another smoking deal right now as we talk about this, and I won't mention it because it might not be going on by the time you listen to it. I know those minis were sold out by the time. Go to Palmetto State Armory's website and check their daily deals because they are ridiculous if you're in in the market for anything AR. But this isn't AR. This, Palmetto is known for their AR deals, um, which actually utilize FN barrels, and I'm going to hit on that later. But they pulled out from behind the rack uh, their prototype, and I emphasize prototype because it's not a, doesn't reach, not, doesn't exist yet, 1911s. Prototypes. Yeah, they had two. They had a blackened one, which I don't know if it's blue to parkerize or what have you, but it was gorgeous, and they had a stainless steel. Now, they did make it sound like they're not forging their own. They think they have someone else doing that. Now, is this going to be like Rock Island? They came out saying they were going to have the No, these are going to be – right, no, no. These are going to be semi-custom, and that's the thing is I thought they were going to go super low end. This is standard. And I said something, and yeah. the guys – I actually was like, oh, these are going to be cheap. And he goes, eh, and he kind of looked at me. Yeah. So they're going to be more – look more for like a Kimber Springfield price point. He doesn't point. know how much you make from the show, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, they'll be cheap. <laughs> They're going to be no. affordable, but they were... I mean, I picked it up, and I was like, okay, this yeah. is a... Well, someone worked on this 1911. Semi-custom. And when we say semi-custom, when we're talking about 1911s, right, uh, there is... Uh, there's factory 1911s, and what we're talking about is production guns. You go into Springfield Armory, you buy a part off the shelf, it is going to be a production gun, right? You go buy a Kimber, it's going to be a production gun. Uh, you go buy a less bare... And now we're talking semi-custom. And what that means is it's not just some dude slapping the parts together and pushing it on down the line. There is a gunsmith fitting parts 
for a certain level of fit and finish, you know, at at the uh, at that price point, basically. And so in the line somewhere, they've decided that they want to, you know, make the slide fit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but 1911s, the they're they're a lot like revolvers. You know, they take a lot of hand sure. fitting to make yes, sure exactly. that they run correctly. Well. Not hand-fitting, but they, they do take a little over, bit of love and care. We definitely have had over 100 years of uh, producing the 1911, and I think we figured out at what price point people are willing to pay for you know performance value. And we've talked about it on the show. We've recommended guns that cost you know over $1,000 as an entry-level 1911 for somebody who's serious about it. And I think these guns are going to be – you know, we don't know yet, but from what talking to Palmetto State, these guns are going to be at that same kind of over thousand yeah, dollars. Remington's, you know, we we looked, we started, we saw Taurus years, a couple years ago. I don't know, maybe eight, nine years ago. Right. Start making the 1911s yes. that ran. I mean, if yeah, not, if I not, mean, they sure. took care of it. Okay. But that was cheap. Yeah. Now we see Remington come out. They're seven hundred dollars. Sure. So, but Rock Island's coming out with some inexpensive right. guns that actually that's, work. That's what I mean. So you got the Remingtons, you got Rock Island. Yeah, is, I think these are going to be room. Yeah, in, I mean, there's oh, room, there's yeah. always room in a. But that's making the market, same but, argument against a BCM versus say a DPMS well, l- or something. Well, let's talk nature. about let's talk about 1911s that that we would recommend on the show. I think we would recommend uh, for someone getting a duty pistol or a self-defense pistol, we'd definitely recommend like a Springfield Armory TRP, right? Right. We're talking a $13, $14 handgun, and you have to place an order for one because there's probably 14. not going to Hundred, hundred, yeah. not thirteen or fourteen dollars. <laughs> I'll take you 20. said thirteen or fourteen dollars. Oh, <laughs> You'll take 13, twenty. I'm gonna take yes. hundred. I will take them I'm all. Gonna take, I'm gonna take every one of them and sell it. Well, along with being fourteen hundred dollars, right? Hundred. Uh, yeah. You probably can't find one for sale at your local gun store. You're probably gonna have to order it because the people that own them. Well, because everyone buys, yeah, because they're bought up as fast as they can make them, right? We talked to Springfield Army. They said there is a two-year wait on pistols wow. with uh, the custom shop. Uh, the Springfield Custom Shop said two-year wait on guns with rails. So 1911 with rails, two years. Um, so obviously, there's a huge demand for these kinds of guns. Well, if this Palmetto State comes in at that price point. At that level, quality, quality level, which we're deliver. praying, yeah, we're praying they deliver that, and we're hoping that they come in at that price point and they're available. They mm-hmm. will sell everyone they make because okay, you I, know if they can make yeah. five hundred, they'll sell that easy, right? If they can make a thousand a year, they'll sell that. If they can make ten thousand a year, there's probably demand for it. Um, so I think there is a niche for a duty ready nineteen eleven. You know, which will have to be semi-custom, okay. and that at that price point, you know, that fifteen hundred ish, north or south of that dollar price point, for sure. Okay. All right. Now, yeah, I think we hammered the nineteen eleven thing down. Also, um, uh, but PSA is known for their AR-15s, and along those lines, they had some cool stuff. Uh, we talked about key mod being the 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 theme of shot twenty fourteen. And they had a key mod rail, which was really nice. We got some pictures. Uh, if I don't have them up now, I can't remember if I put them up. I'm sorry. Uh, they will be up soon. I deleted all your pictures you put up. Again? Yeah. It just makes it easier so that you know that they you haven't put any of them up. They were all out of focus. <laughs> just the most of Just them. the ones of me. <laughs> just the ones where Ethan was standing with one and of basically his Basically, anything heroes. that was important that involved me being in it was out of focus. Yep. 
in yeah, the ones say, that were I'd in focus, your eyes were closed. Oh, look at that really famous guy. You have a picture with out of focus. Yeah, yeah I'd say that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. We really should get a better photographer. So, anyways, um, yes. The, <laughs> the they had a three hundred eight gun. So, uh, you, yeah. Palmetto State Palmetto had State Armory had their yes, own branded, and they make their own stuff, right? They're a manufacturer, they're a retailer, they have four stores. Yes they're, and no. They're a decent company. So, well, obviously, they, you know, nobody makes their, all their own little parts, but PSA is their own manufacturer. Daniel Defense, okay. yes. So, all their little parts, really? Yep. yep. Every, Every specifically, they really? don't that. They make their I pins, didn't know that. everything. That's kind of cool. Yep. They got some really nice stuff. Anywho, uh, back That's to PSA. That's why it withstands explosions. Okay. You really, you know wow. What? That was. You know what? I don't know. PSA had a video where they blew up their gun. They the explosion. <laughs> so we're at the PSA booth. They have a video running on the TV in the background, kind of similar to the Daniel Defense with the explosions. But they don't take it. And hang it, you know, how Daniel Defense hung it on the the thing for the explosion. They took the Tannerite, put it over the gun, and a big thing. I don't know how much it was. It was a lot of explosive. And they – no, that, oh, I wasn't ready. Not yet. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so when they shot the – Explosion blasted down. You were supposed to. What are you? You're killing me. The expl- You're having way too much fun. The explosion. Get yes. off. Get off the table, boy. Get off the sound table. Blasted downwards and uh, pretty much destroyed their rifles. Um, what did they replace the buttstock? Yeah, I think the plastic. Basically, the plastic was. Yeah, was so toast. they were able to take the gun. They literally blew up. Did they crack? Okay, I think one. It was either the upper cracked or the lower cracked, and they replaced it with another. It was something. They, they admitted. Oh, they put it, a new like, lower yes, on it. They something put a new cracked, lower on it, and it ran. It cracked when when they when detonated the Tanner on like top. Here's the here's the deal. Okay, there was a very Daniel Defense esque. If you've seen Daniel Defense's yes, te- which they actually had that rifle. They had that specific rifle out at the shot at the booth this year, so you could see it. You know, mm-hmm. all messed up. Um, so they did, I mean, Palmettos, they were dragging it behind trucks, and I don't mean like five miles an hour. They were going 30 down the road, and it was flying like a kite you Really got to quit playing with the board. Um, drove over it several times, like just drove right over the rifle, frozen. They did all, anything you can imagine. And then when they did this this explosion test, and everyone pretty much admits that at that point something on the gun's going to break. They just do it because, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it stuff explodes. There was a gentleman standing in the booth with us who was actually a, an explosive ordnance disposal. He was a bomb tech, a military bomb tech, and so they got into like the the specifics of how. Oh, the thing what was. explosive? He yeah, used. well, they were talking oh, okay. about the up placing the rifle below the explosion as below as opposed to on top of the explosion because oh. when something is placed on top, that energy it's actually kind of spared because it's just going to blow that item up, that object up and away, as opposed to. I'm going to start snoring. When they put, you know what? If you talk camo, I can talk explosions. Okay. You can talk what? Explosions. See, that's how you do it. See, so they placed the rifle under 
a table charge, so all the energy is directed nowhere but downward, so into the rifle. So they maximize the amount of explosive force to actually hitting the rifle. They shot the heck out of that gun. Long, I'm gonna, long story short, this thing is it's pretty amazing what this PSA rifle. And they showed. Yeah. The, they said they had some malfunctions, like when they yeah. they, they did they some were, stuff they, and they, they shot the video raw. You know, and you know when you watch these videos that these guys put out, they shoot the gun, they empty the mag. You know there may be some cutting back and forth from different shots shot they actually showed these guys having a malfunction clearing the malfunction and moving on and i said to him i said hey you guys showed a malfunction it's like hey guns malfunction that's what happens and i was really impressed with that it wasn't just marketing it was kind of an honest this is our gun this is what it does and it was it was refreshing it I was a really, I guess that's what i'm trying to say the whole booth even the presentation of that booth just they're very very matter of factly about their stuff so look for 308s coming out of psa look yes. for key mod rails the b5 we talk about b5 you'll see the oh, b5 hardware yeah. they had the gray Specifically on, they had a gray yes. set of furniture down there on the on the dock, very nice on the Palmetto gun. Um, B five was everywhere, like we said, and Keymod. They were sneaking around. Yeah. Keymod was everywhere, and we got a few of their things. And like we said earlier, we're gonna take some pictures. And Definitely, but not the stuff I kept for myself. <laughs> Wait, what do you got? I have a multi cam stock. We gotta take pictures of that though. Did you I bring told your you I got the multi cam stock? Yeah, no, you, I didn't. Bring we it. Take, oh, you were supposed to inventory it. Yeah, you didn't I say when. There's a, there's a, a post swipe inventory. <laughs> I bought, I bought shoes that would have matched. I'm not wearing you. You are high as a kite if you think. What I'm size putting, feet do you have? You have little tiny feet. Right? Like tens? I don't know. Oh, that's they fit me. Perfect. Remember that oh, time I wasn't going to wear those multi cam? At this point, um, enjoy actually, that, enjoy that stock. One thing to notice about uh, this year, you'll see it. You're starting to see. Generally, AR tens have been somewhat expensive for the most part. You know, had your armor lights, your knights. Uh, your LMTs, stuff like that. LaRue, didn't they do that? LaRue, yep, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, moving on. They make, uh, they make rifles? They've actually they just designed them. They say they make them, uh, if you can get one, ever. But uh, one thing I did see this year was a couple of companies, um, and I think CMMG kind of led the charge into this, is affordable AR-10s. So I'm talking AR-10s in like the 13 to 15 oh, maybe $1,700. we can't talk about AR-10s, or 308 ARs in, in this case, without talking about DPMS. Yes, that's right. Not, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They're kind of an entry-level AR-15, you know. They make a, a decent AR-10 gun, but they've completely redesigned the AR-10. And that was the surprising thing. Even the guys... Um, I think Seekins had a 308 AR. Um, mm-hmm. CMMG, um, who's had one in the past, they just have a new three gun. Well, they optimized theirs this year. Again, key mod, so you can get a CMMG for Troy. cheap. Troy, yeah, had, C- a, Troy had theirs with yeah. with their PDW wire stock on but it. But DPMS as well. doubled down and they brought out a completely redesigned 308 AR. Um, still takes the same magazines, right? Um, but now it is smaller, lighter, shorter, and uh, uh, more compact. And we were really impressed with it. Uh, we got some pictures of it up now. Check it out. It's called the DPMS LRG2 or the LR308 G2. We're still not sure. <laughs> uh, their marketing uh, paraphernalia wasn't uh, exact, but the G2. Let's just go with that. And uh, they've done some interesting things. They've shrunk the gas system down to AR-15-ish size. They shrunk the bolt carrier group down to AR-15 size. They shrunk the the barrel extension down to AR-15 size. And 
you know, basically eliminate a lot of bulk and weight that we'd seen on the 308s over the ARs. Meanwhile, everybody else in the show is coming out with 308 ARs. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the in the future. How, you know, are we going to see everyone else adopt this pattern, or is DPMS going to move on uh, as their own? You know, um, but back to the CMG. Um, you said uh, the affordable with, with yeah affordable with features that's the thing oh they have okay. the key yes and cmmg geisley triggers that's another thing they actually have been known OE for that. right with geisley triggers in those guns and sure. their own key mod rail and, and their nitrided barrels and that's another thing they have cmmg's always been known for is making very good barrels and there's another thing i noticed cmmg is on this it's a rifle length gas system on an 18 and a half ish inch barrel mm-hmm for the you know the softer shooting, it's more like uh, we recommend here for mid lengths for AR-15s. Yep. It seems like everybody's going for a rifle length for the 308s, and I know we saw it on several rifles, including the CMMG. Um, but that'll be interesting to see if everybody goes with that system in the future. It, it, maybe that is the way of the future. I don't know. Um, barrel profiles. Uh, we saw. CMMG has they a new re- that tapered like have medium, a tapered like really, a strength to weight like Daniel Defense. It's like a Daniel Defense strength to weight, but a little bit lighter. Um, you know, same idea. The tapered design does it taper faster sporter, or what? It, I think it starts smaller and okay. tapers about the same. Okay, so it kind of comes back up for the 750 gas block area, mm-hmm. and then tapers back down again for the. But it handled really well because the weight is moved back. So it's it's almost like a light strength of weight. And we saw something similar but taken to a different extreme from uh, BCM. Um, and it's not for sale yet, but we're hoping to, they'll pop up here real soon. And it is a taper design. But on top of that, they fluted the thing. They didn't put a shoulder step on it. It's made for a six and a quarter gas block, and it's super, super duper lightweight barrel is what it is because they already have a lightweight barrel, and this is even lighter weight. Um, and so it's going to be it's really exciting to see all this new stuff, uh, all these new designs and innovations, and taking the platform to the next nth level with the key mod and the and the rail systems and the uh, like you said the the three hundred eight ARs with features. At a really good price point, not just a high-end stuff. Um, speaking of high-end stuff, uh, Sword International. Yeah, you know, I, I actually didn't get a chance. To, I was told about it, and yeah. I didn't get a big bore AR, as we'll say. Yeah, the 338 Lapua Magnum, which everybody knows was designed for shooting people at very Everything long ranges. At every distance. <laughs> yes, very long ranges. Had an, uh, an AR... 10-ish based platform gun. Uh, right now, it's coming in at around 11 pounds, which is really light for this giant thing. And um, we'll see what the final numbers are, but an 11 pound AR that shoots 338 out there, that's pretty impressive. So we're looking for more stuff like that. Um, lightweight ARs, uh, Black Rain. I was really surprised. Their new or 308 AR-15s. We shot those at Media Day. I think yes. we glossed over that, but uh, I got behind the gun. I shot... It's a 308 AR, right? You think you get behind it, it shoots just like any other 308 AR. I got behind the gun. I shot it. I thought to myself, self, this gun recoils a lot. 
So then after I finished shooting it, I pick the gun up off the bench, and I'm like, well, I found the problem. It's light. It is a really lightweight. I don't know what the numbers are on this thing. Maybe it's the balance, uh, but it was a 308 AR that felt light enough to run as a almost as a, a battle rifle. For, made for, by Black Rain. Yeah, made by Black Rain. Now, the the one thing I, I have of, with Black Rain is I, I've shot their stuff, and I don't really have a problem with it, but they seem to be flashy. Here's, I, 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 read, I, read, okay. I read your mind. Yes. I knew what you were yes. going. And I was going no. to make a specific comment because I have some I, friends, personal friends at work. They shoot for Black Rain, actually. And I always give them, give them crap about it because I'm like, dude, I go to Cabela's and all I see is your skull paint jobs. Oh, yes, yes. And yes, your the skull rifle. Quadruply fluted with the crazy skull crusher. The muzzle, muzzle break. Device, right? Muzzle yeah. device. Yeah. And, and I myself personally was very turned off. I finally just got it up to him one day and they, the guy behind the counter is like, let me show you. And he knew I kind of knew what I was talking about. So he cracked into the gun. They're polygonal 5R rifle barrels. I mean, they're really nice rifle barrels. They're billet-matched receivers. The receivers are great. It's just that they throw these ridiculous paint jobs. And I, I, I looked at at uh, Chris over at Nug over at, over at S3, and I said, he's like, you know what? They fit a specific market. He's like, we target a specific market, but if you actually go to their website and you look at some other things, they offer normal human being guns. So don't don't let the the Cabela special dissuade you. Um, Besides the way that shot, you know, a nice light 308 AR, they have a uh, proprietary gas block that is adjustable and if anybody's ever messed with adjustable gas box, they can be, you know, problematic, finicky, finicky at best. Um, you don't know where it's actually set, you know. But they've got a uh, a, a gas box that's being made for them by Sadlack, who's known for their decent gas box, but that has detents in it, so it's clicky, so you can count the clicks and set the gas system where you want, and then it's not going to move, which is brilliant. And they're the only ones who have this right now. So it's it, like a gas block with zero stops almost. It's basically the ideal adjustable gas block coming out of the company that we think of with these. I think there's two sides to Black Rain with the flashiness that well, you talk about and the innovation of the 5R rifling, the, the, the adjustable gas block, the lightweight 308 stuff. Here's the thing to take note of, and I, I myself was not fully aware of this until they were telling us out there. Another thing, and uh, this is where you get to have fun with these companies, is they are a manufacturer, which means sure. they get to fiddle with things and make their own stuff. That muzzle device, when we were talking about that, the unsuppressed, because we shot the Oh, the, uh, the brake. The unsuppressed one, they make that brake. Sure. It was like, that one's definitely not making you any friends at the range. However, sure. the gun shot very flat. It was a very soft shooting gun. And I think that was another theme I noticed was brakes are back. You know, Which I think, reminds me of the, loud, the, the loudener popped into my head. Oh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. But it seemed to me Black Rain had their brakes. Adam's Arms had their brakes. You know, there were several rifles out there with brakes on them. And there were several rifles that are for sale now in configurations with brakes. I've got on. theories. I've got theories on on why we're getting back to brakes. Um, but it, it's almost back in the bad old days uh, when you could only buy, you know, you couldn't buy flash hiders because they were evil, but you could get a brake that was pen and welded. And it seems like we're drifting back that way. It may be because it's the resurgence of three gun and the popularity of three gun nation and those types of things. But uh, yeah, there's some. 
pretty interesting stuff. And on the one end of the spectrum, we have a snake hound machine who we ran into at SHOT Show. Um, who seemed like a very nice person. Yes, Owen Overkill Martin. <laughs> His name is Owen Martin. He uh, he has long hair and is... Sounds like a really solid last name. Yes. <laughs> well, nobody's Powerful, perfect. really. Well, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. No, I wouldn't. Owen, uh, Owen, you may have heard of his guns. He owns a company called Snake Hound Machine. I, I don't even want to say what state they're out of. North. He's, uh, but he's Hampshire, known... Vermont area. Yeah. His AKs. Long hair, long beard. You know, very very <laughs> prolific look. But lately, um, he's gotten a lot of, uh, uh, I'd say, internet bandwidth, for lack of a better term. A lot of clicks from his uh, muzzle louder devices, which are on one end of the spectrum of a break. He basically has designed these muzzle devices to make the gun more obnoxious they, uh, and, and more louder you have, to, you have to get the video. Again, we can't talk about this and do it any justice. It literally was – they put it on a 5.56 on a pistol. Yeah. And it knocked the cameras off. <laughs> if you watch the video, the people standing, and we've way got a back picture of this. Behind, it's they, up now. They uh, turn away and they yeah. just looked away from the gun because it was—it's just that obscene. It, so, there's nothing else to describe that as an obscene muzzle device. So this might be something to keep in your range bag on your AR pistol for when that guy next to you has the Mosin Nagant with the short barrel. Bingo. And when he starts blasting off rounds, you go to the uh, you go to the range bag, pull out the. And, and that happens. This is our new Snakehound machine loudener. Ah. It is a concussion-enhancing muzzle device. Everybody is blown away, literally. What it is is a massive single-chamber brake. It's uh, made very heavy-duty. And what it does is allows the expanding gases to burn outside of the barrel before they hit the baffles and then are deflected in both directions. This gun, this, this tiny gun here, Sounds like and feels like a 50 cal. That's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like. You feel it in your sinus cavities and in your chest. It's just the loudest, most obnoxious, insane break you can put on a gun that will make your gun much, much louder. There are flash enhancers on the market already, and this does that to a degree. But more importantly, what it does is it increases the amount of muzzle blast and concussion that comes out of your gun. So, um,. We're fond of saying that uh, these brakes go up to 11. So there, uh, there you hear Owen in his own words. That's actually the video that's out if you go look that up, the Loudner. Snakehound Machine Loudner. We should put a link to that on our YouTube. Yeah, we, we'll yeah. plug We'll have our guy. I'll, I'll have Facebook. my people do that. Yeah. Martin. Hey, people. <laughs> do that. Minion, do things. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to be playing this hardcore <laughs> when we go to the range tomorrow. Wow. So... Uh, um, so yeah, that's on one end of the spectrum, and there's definitely a market for it. Uh, I mean, the guy has a a great YouTube video for it. Um, he's selling them already for the AK-47, and now for the AR <laughs> platform. And uh, yeah, on his website here, I see that he's got it for the 5.56, the AK, and the 308. I don't, yeah, I don't I, even want to know what that does on a 308. It Can makes you it louder. Imagine on a really short I mean, male 308. No, it, it's you're you're doing. You'd, Dental surgery. Yeah, you'd separate your retinas, right? Yeah, I want. I want one. It probably cures or gives you cancer. Oh one my two You know what? These I are, need to get one of these for my pat pistol. These are the guys. We're not that, friends anymore. These are the guys that start their Harleys up in the morning and rev them for ten minutes in the. Garage. You know that guy that has an Iraq Z that lives next door to you that has pipes that and nothing up 
awesome. No, snake. it's just cut at the cats. There's actually nothing performance on the car, but every day he <laughs> makes it. He makes a makes a point to get out there and just lay on it for a little bit. Yeah, and that's if, that guy. Any of our listeners are that guy, Scott. Yeah, virtual you... high five, man. Tell you what, uh, get on the Facebook page thing and send us a link to your YouTube video of you shooting this thing, and we'll. Uh, you know, we'll talk about you if on you the air and stuff. If you could sound any more hillbilly. Man, you know, if you got you know that what, thing, man, man, get that Z28 that. out there, get that Loudner on there, man, <laughs> and just rev it up. Rev it up, brother. America. Speaking of sounding like an idiot. This is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. Scott, here Basically, what I think this, what I'm gonna what, have to do I is, think what what the new gun grabber idea is is just stick words together that sound scary. But they weren't even true. Like, they, no, you could, no, 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 not they don't have to be true. They just have to no, sound no, scary. They were trying. You can you can say clip. things that are what wrong. What is a thirty magazine crew? You can say things that are wrong, but construct a sentence. There was no, no. syntax. <laughs> there was no. Gr- there's nothing. <laughs> There was a bunch of commas. If What's, that was a real sentence, you know it, was, the it best was 19 part commas. The best part is this guy's getting skewered uh-uh. all over the no, internet. The best part is that it... What? With a 30 caliber clip <laughs> to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. He's got a gun. 30 bullets within 30 half a second. Yeah, I'm like, I want it. He I don't know what the, it is, but I want it. He must have the tack con trick. Oh. I was, I, was <laughs> I was listening to a radio show, and uh, they actually... They actually tried to find the gun that could do thirty rounds for a half a second. That's probably called the metal the metal storm. You remember okay, remember metal, metal storm? storm can do a million rounds. Okay. Okay, because however many barrels you want to stack, sure. so they just say a million. Um, the phalanx system yeah. aboard aircraft carriers sure. can do thirty three rounds at, a half a at second. full cycle. Yeah, a half a a can do that. We're talking about a Gatling gun, yes. computerized. Yes. A automated. gun that has eight barrels and is the size of your car. R two D two, yeah, and is radar guided to shoot down missiles. So he's close. Missiles. So what you're saying is he's not wrong. He ballparked it. <laughs> yeah. I really wish we had to talked about that guy. Okay, but anyway, I, I had to bring him up because that's our weekly derp. He did. He, he, there's a 20 minute. No, this is okay, where here's the, what I'll tell you to do. The best part of this is this is where not only this idiocy, idiocy comes from. Yeah, idiocy. The ghost we are gun thing. Dumber for having listened to him. <laughs> so, but this guy also brought us the ghost gun nonsense, right? Which, by the way, has garnered a beautiful like aftermarket of T-shirts, Did you lower see receivers. Arrow Precision <laughs> just released a lower receiver that says "Ghost Gun" engraved yes, on I it. Yes, I did see that. It's brilliant. This guy has gone full circle crazy, right? He, he just, went full. He went full. I don't know. Don't something. Ever, don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, can we fire this guy? Does he work for us? Is he a senator? Uh, Who is this he moron? For, yeah, he's a Californian California state senator. senator. Yeah, not my team. So they need to fire him. Is he from Sacramento area? What's going his on? His hair guy? was terrible, and that he I, was I, terrible. I, think go, I think I drew more this of an issue gun. with his beard. Yeah, the ghost yeah. gun. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, I mean, he's sitting there. And he, I mean, he's holding a gun. Clip. That oh, why are you stop? Because it's so no. What you have to do, and I think I was telling you this, you have to watch that video. But watch the full one. The guy standing right behind him in the gray, he literally starts eyes. rolling his <laughs> eyes. Yes. 
I mean, it's it not so hidden. bad. No. The guy he's behind not, him just rolls like, his eyes. <sighs> like you, yeah. you can hear this guy sighing <laughs> yeah. like through the thing. It's and he does it multiple awesome. times. Yeah. It, it, that's and that's actually what I wanted to point out. The you notice everyone on that stage was like, "I want to be anywhere else." And like, you can put me anywhere no, else in the that's universe. Not true. The one person from the Brady campaign was excited. Now, okay. here's the question: This ghost gun thing, and there's lots of people go, "Well, what's a ghost gun?" He made oh, up some words. Do you want to know what a ghost gun is? <sighs> this is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip. To well, we disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. We've established so ghost... 30 <laughs> magazine clip. B- Bill Murray half knows a what a ghost gun is. Okay. Okay, he's telling so, you what a ghost gun is. So, so stop asking. A ghost Every gun time you ask, I'll play the video. It's a phalanx weapon system mounted on an aircraft gun. No, I just pictured a big paper clip with 30 <laughs> magazines. <laughs> Half a second. Or like one of those pa- the paper keeper, you know, the alligator clips. Oh, that would work because if you squeeze big it, one, they'd, they'd all drop the off. That'd be half a second. 30 mags. Holding. Half a second. No. <laughs> and we just throw it. So we actually, so if you could just I'm chuck gonna, it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take 30 loaded magazines and I'm going to try to find a clip big enough to hold them all. 